0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jason. And what you just heard was a metal cover of the Game of Thrones main theme song by Sigurd Sievertson over at Scar Productions. Check him out on Spotify and YouTube. Give him a like, comment on his stuff, subscribe if you're feeling generous. Thanks a lot, Sigurd, for letting me use the songs, man. Appreciate it. It
1: would be pretty awesome if they actually used that for the intro in the next season of the show. Oh, if only. Just one time. One can dream.
0: One Just one time, one time. So how, how's your week been, bud? It was good, man. You know, it was good. Um, Yeah, I went over to uh, the Game of Thrones exhibit they had in San Francisco over at that eighteen t store. Yeah, which I fucking missed because I had to work. But
1: honestly, to tell you the truth, if I went, I would have been super fucking late because by the time I got off work, I would have totally not made it. And what time did you, what time did you get off? I got off like, work like at 7, dude. So if I like made it there with the traffic and everything, I would have missed it. So... Yeah, the traffic was pretty shitty. Yeah. So at least one of us got to experience it because I fucking missed it. So you tell me how yeah. it
0: was. It was great, man. It was fucking great. Um, they had uh, – obviously, they have the Iron Throne by the door. And uh, I took a bunch of pictures on Instagram, folks, if you want to go ahead and check that out. Um, but, yeah, they had a huge floor map of all of uh, the ice and fire world. They don't really have a name for the planet, but I'm just going to call it the world of ice and fire. yeah. yeah. Um, they had a huge floor map of all of that. They had the door. Hold the door. They had that. Um, they had all the banners of pretty much every major house. Um, they had a bunch of little statues and whatnot. Uh, they had a statue of the eggs. Mm-hmm. They had, um, the night uh, King, right? Uh, yeah. They had the night King that's the fucking on the second floor and like as a big, huge display. And it was cool that he had his arms up. just like, welcome to my domain. And they had this little, uh, at, at the bottom of the night King, they had this little thing. Uh, it was an animated, uh, like. Kind of, i wouldn't call it vr but basically it was like um this animated thing I, I thought honestly that it was like skyrim or something and you just see like a forest at night ridden with snow and like a bunch of white walkers are walking around and apparently there was like some camera setup up where like if the cameras picked up your um picked up your i guess uh, your movement the white walkers would follow you oh wow it didn't work with me but apparently uh that's what they were meant for but, yeah, they had a bunch of costumes displayed, swords, all this stuff. They had a huge, giant Funko version of Jon Snow, nice. which was funny. So were
1: the costumes actually real costumes from the show, or are they just replicas?
0: Uh, they they basically imply that they're replicas. Okay. Um, but, so like, I mean... The actors didn't wear those suits then. Or I'm they, not they, they sure. Like, they, or it doesn't say if they do. It doesn't say that they're outright replicas, but it's like, uh, this was sewn just like the one you see in Game of Thrones Season 7. So it's like, oh, so just like the one I see, so... I don't know. I would. I would assume the replicas because you know they're very important and like you know. Yeah, well, I mean, if you a think yeah, multi million dollar TV. If show. you think
1: about it, like okay, you know, Jon Snow's swords probably there's like probably like fifteen of them, because if yeah. something happens to it, you know, it's a prop, so you know they those... probably get
0: scratched too. Or like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like broken the hilt off or whatever. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, um, that's fucking pretty fucking dope. So basically, it was just like
0: a big, wet dream for any Game of Thrones fan. Would you say? Oh absolutely dude it was it was amazing i you know, I didn't know what was going on. Like, I saw it on, like, Facebook. I saw a little short video on Facebook about it. And I was just like, wait, so is this, like a, like, a museum they're setting up? Like, is this just somewhere, like, in New York or something? Like, what's going on? It's like, oh, it's in San Francisco. And then one of our friends went to it. And I was like, oh, so you can actually go to it. Like, it's actually something that's, like, close by. And, you know, I checked with them. I was like, hey, does it cost money? They're like, no. I'm like, so, like, when, when does it end? And they're like, it ends the end of the month, which was, was August. Mm-hmm. And so I went on the last day. To see yeah, it. you lucked and, out because yeah. pretty much they were probably tearing it down the next day or after you left Oh, probably. Yeah, according uh, to my friend who went, she said that they had like a VR system, but I didn't see one. So something that you would actually put over your head? I think so, yeah, okay. but I, I I didn't see one at all, so I, they must have taken it down early. But um, no, it was cool, man. It was cool. Like I said, uh, just go ahead and check out the pictures on Instagram. And what was your favorite part of it, it, though, of the whole experience? You uh, I did really like the weapons display. Um, they had ice. They had... um. Ned Stark sword ice sitting nice. there so that was cool. They had Needle, they had um a Dothraki a rock, I think that's how you pronounce that word. Um they had of course uh Longclaw. Mm-hmm. They had a J- Jamie sword and they had a couple other ones that I couldn't recognize, but um no, it was it was cool, man. They had a lot of cool shit. I mean, it wasn't an 18T store, so in the end it like it wasn't like a museum type thing. It was more just kind of like, "Hey, come to our 18T store, buy a cell phone. Oh, while you're at it, take look a at look some at these, some stores look at all this Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones shit. shit yeah so but no it's cool I hope that they do that again next year um, I
1: think they will because you know there's the show is a like a huge phenomenon you know yeah and uh, for people to experience it's a hit people love it yeah For I mean it's like if you went to like Disneyland or like say for example five years from now they have a Game of Thrones theme park
0: you oh know? man that'd be insane because you know
1: they're having that Star Wars one but let's just say they cut out a section in, in LA for or fuck LA has everything fuck them uh, if they had like in San Francisco or something like that, you know, like they have a Game of Thrones experience. I mean, that would be cool to me. And then also really cool to me is that they actually had like, uh, you know, they have a Walker Stalker Fest or something for like uh, Walking Dead. They have an actual convention. Oh, do they? Yeah. And so it seems like everything has a convention these days. It could be cats convention. It can be fucking well, uh, hey, marshmallow what, what, convention. What, I don't if fucking know if there's
0: money in it. You know, people. will. Yeah. If
1: they, if they have a Game of Thrones convention. Seriously. maybe I mean, already people yeah. cosplay as fuck out of those characters at like cons and shit, like regular comic cons. So if people actually just said, Hey, we have an actual con for every game of Thrones fan. You come here, you'll get to meet the fucking cast. Whoever's there. You'll get to see like, like in the props that you saw, but more you get to experience, uh, talk with like other people who love the show. And that, That'd be great to me. That'd be pretty badass.
0: Yeah. You know, I'd like to go to a, um, maybe like a, uh, Screening of like the first episode of season eight, like I'd like to do something like that. That's the ones where the like the fucking celebrities show up and whatnot, and yeah, that usually happens in L.A. at the, I think the Chinese theater. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's but um, yeah, I'd like to check that out. But otherwise, I agree. I think there should be some kind of like maybe if it's not like a, a year round theme park, there should be like a convention, like you said, where like there's like a maybe if it's not for a month, it's for a weekend. It's like hey, come to this convention for a weekend? It's Game of Thrones themed. Yeah, uh, maybe some of the cast will be there. Yeah, yeah. You know, depending on who, and you know, maybe maybe the whole cast. You know, um, yeah, that'd be cool. Just like to go to like a huge building and it's themed. Like you can go to a section that's the North. You can go to a section that's the uh, throne room. You can go to like little sections. You know, like of it that are like different parts of Westeros and maybe Essos as well. And yeah, you'll no, have like cool. maybe like a, a probably like not life size, but something like
1: maybe around the entire like uh, con, like the actually have yeah, the wall. You know.
0: Yes. No, that'd be really cool.
1: Yeah, actually, it might not be real ice, but you know, the closest thing to it, you can
0: just get like some kind of styrofoam-looking motherfucking thing, and you know, also- can you imagine that if they put you in a fucking freezing cold room, and it's just like you know, yeah, they you want to know what it's like actually being
1: in the north? Well, here you go. Yeah,
0: put you in a fucking walk-in freezer. They have those. I mean, at that point, yeah, they'd have to probably make a theme park. Or yeah, something, yeah, like and it'd be
1: cool, like to get people
0: who. um
1: you know, like some cosplayers actually look like the real uh, actors. How they go to cons and you get to take photos with them and yeah. shit. Like have something like people that really look like you know um, Tyrion Lannister, even though like you got to find another, you know, <laughs> another little person, another Peter Dinklage. Whatever looking, they want to be called these days, looking guy. But uh, yeah, um, something like that. So yeah, it would be. A, I thought it'd be pretty badass. And also, if you like go inside and Daenerys's dragons. The three dragons are like oh, hanging. Big, up. big or like, like big life size almost ones or yeah, something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that'd be so fucking sick. But yeah. uh yeah, before we get into the meat and bones of this, so let's uh talk about some things that you and I did uh separately. We didn't go together, but um we're kind of like
0: con related, you know, actually yeah. You went to an actual con. I went to a I guess you can say a festival, but let's, let's Yeah, talk yeah. About, so I think you'd have about more the... about say your boards. Yeah. Um
1: so I went to the San Francisco Comic Con uh last Friday, which was I believe September first if i'm not mistaken um it was my second time going to this con uh the first time they had it in some kind of huge hotel and it was really like you know not managed well they didn't even have a fucking like uh, a directory where everything was Mm -hmm. and they had no wi-fi in there at all so you couldn't like look on your phone and say okay you know this panel is happening at seven o'clock whatever yeah so i went to it it was at i was with uh, a couple friends it was with stefan and miranda and jessica we went all there and um it was Hope you folks are
0: listening. If you're not, kill yourself.
1: <laughs> it was uh, a big like uh, building. It was called the Ma- Messianic, but there's certain sections of it. So pretty much it was the like, Masonic. The Masonic. Yeah. So yeah, um, which was a lot more nicer, more a lot more room, air conditioned because it was hot as fuck here in California, shit, especially in San Francisco. Just for that day, I mean, it must have been yeah. All, at least what is 100. it?
0: Uh, this summer, at least here in Northern Cali, uh, we hit like record, record temperatures in heat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the hottest. Uh, that weekend was the hottest it ever got in San Francisco. Yeah, ever. global warming's
1: coming. It's gonna <laughs> happen. The
0: heat is coming.
1: Uh, so anyways, um, yeah, it was really a lot more chill. And um, I went on a Friday, so obviously, you know, there's a lot of people that still work on Fridays. Yeah. So I had a lot of uh, time to kind of just chill and not bump into a shitload of people. I mean, there was a lot of people there, but it, I'm sure like it was a lot more packed during the weekend, from what uh, the photos I've seen from my other friends that went yeah. over the weekend. Um. But I did see a lot of cosplay, which is cool. I always love seeing people with their costumes and seeing what they can come up with. You know, even if it looks like half ass, even Stefan did some cosplay. What did he do? He did some kind of like Mexican Spider-Man or oh, something like that. Oh, he did it. He
0: went as Italian Spider-Man. Italian Spider-Man. Sorry. Yeah, he did that. Have you ever seen that video on YouTube? Yeah, I did. Oh, Italian spider Man's a shit. Dude. Yeah, they actually he actually have the full movie on there, too. It was yeah, no Italian Spider-Man is awesome yeah, yeah he, he, did, he, uh, he did it this last Halloween he was Italian Spider-Man we were playing poker at this table I remember our friend Justin was just like he's like all right it's your move Mexican Mario and like it was, it was <laughs> he so looked fun. like Mario with that mustache I know dude fuck it that's great
1: yeah so was, uh he I didn't do cosplay because I, I, I had an idea but I just it kind of got a little too late for it um so we just did a lot of walking around the exhibition hall it's pretty much like the big room you know we're all like you know the comic books are and the local artists and actual artists are real comic books are and uh the celebrities people were there i actually didn't mean any of them because from what i found out if you just wanted to go up and talk to one of these people like say for example they had um uh the guy that played darth Maul, ray park oh, ray park yeah yeah he was there Nice. and the guy that played uh, the red ranger in the first uh, season of um uh mighty morphin power rangers oh, the there. first series yeah the first series let's just say the original cast the og yeah. power rangers uh, then they had um. They had the uh, god the guy. I'm always drawing blanks every time I fucking record. Um, <laughs> the guy that was uh Sam from um Lord of the Rings.
0: Oh, oh God, ah, fuck yeah, I know who that is. I forgot his fuck. Oh, uh, Sean. Sean Aston. Astin. <laughs> there we go. Yes, yeah, so he fuck was you. there.
1: Um, so I didn't really get to meet him, like I said, uh, my friend Jill, uh, she was there, she was actually dressed like a hobbit, cause
0: she- Jill little... Bo Baggins is Jill Bobaggins, Bo she, she actually- yeah. Dude, that girl's fucking cool. Doesn't she speak, like, three fake yeah. languages? Yeah, she does. She speaks, like, uh, Klingon, Elvish, I forgot which, if it's, like, high Elvish or what, yeah. and fucking Dothraki. Yeah.
1: That's so cool. Yeah, she's really cool to hang out with. She actually dressed like Frodo, cause she is just- Frodo! Um, she's a huge Lord of the Rings fan, and she loves Star Trek to death, um, but yeah, she went- And she got to meet him. She said she came up to him and she couldn't really speak to him because she was so starstruck, you know. uh, But the point being is, it was that I had a lot of fun. Oh, Sam! I did get to see a lot of cool Batman shit. You know, they had some Batman costumes there. They had like the the armored batsuit from not the actual one from Batman v Superman, but like a life size CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did get to meet a lot of really cool. Um, I wouldn't consider them super celebrities to a lot of people, but to me, growing up, they were really uh, important in my life. Like uh, Bob Camp. Bob Camp was the artist who did Ren Stimpy.
0: Oh, cool. Nice. I he never got a, into that show, but obviously I knew. Oh, it was an you know amazing show
1: on Nicktoons for like the 90s. Um, I got to talk to him for a bit, and uh, I also got to talk to uh, uh, the guy that co-created uh, Harley Quinn and Batman, uh, the animated series. Um, Bruce Tim. I got to meet him. Oh, cool and uh he was late though so i was waiting his line fucking forever me and stefan were just like what the fuck dude he's late He was supposed to be here at four o'clock and then he's like almost five o'clock fuck <laughs> this motherfucker no
0: i heard uh tommy pickles <clears throat> was there the voice of tommy Pickles. yeah
1: yeah sh- uh they met her actually Did she you, was, you didn't get a chance to meet i that. didn't get it they miranda and uh, stefan separated from us because i said you know what go out and do your own thing we don't have to stick together like a team plus you guys scare the shit out of me i don't want to be seeing public with <laughs> <like> you guys <laughs> no i'm just kidding um so yeah no i had a good time i always love going to cons You know, I mean, I love the experience of just kind of being around the culture and around the stuff that you love to fucking that you like, you know, if it's shows or whatever. I mean, it's just it's awesome. So I had a good time. Um, I'm going to definitely try to go again next year if I'm in the area. And then we also got Toy Con coming up.
0: Yeah, that's coming up at the end of the month.
1: So I'm not sure if you are going to be going to that. I might. Because we'll I think he yeah. said he's going to do cosplay. He might do a, a Ghostbuster yeah. well, or something.
0: Well, if we all go, then maybe we'll surprise the audience.
1: Well, yeah. No, seriously, yeah. though. Because I really do, uh, do, but I think you should go. I think like you had a cool stint you did last time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, tell me about um, – so, you went to Scottish Games. And I tell did. me all about yeah, this. Yeah. I have so no clue what this is about. For a so. few
0: folks that know what Scottish Games is, it's um, put on by the Caledonian Club of San Francisco. Um, Scottish games is literally what it sounds like. It's a uh, Scottish theme. They do those like heavy lifting games, such as <coughs> lifting logs, throwing big weighted balls up over the air over, you know, over, uh, you know,
1: uh some like off like, power man or some. Yeah. Shit like
0: it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a heavy lifting competition. Um, that's what the actual games are. Uh, half Thor Bjornsson, uh, the mountain from game of Thrones was actually there a few years ago competing. <laughs> <I> <laughs>
1: no honestly, shit. I thought you were just going to say that he was there this year.
0: No, I would have lost my shit and took a bunch of photos. Oh, I would have wow. followed him. I don't care if I had to, like, walk through security. I would have followed him and be like, hey, can you take a picture pretending to, pretending to crush my head,
1: please? Yeah, one of my friends, she actually has a photo of that. She met him somewhere, and she
0: got the photo of oh, him crushing sick. her head. You know, I really actually want to go to Iceland and where he trains in the town that I can't pronounce the name. Um, there's a gym called Thor's Gym, mm-hmm. and, you know, I would love to, if I ever go to Iceland, I'd love to find go to that gym. And if he's there, I'd be like, hey, hey. Let me get a picture. Crush my head, please. Hey, crush my head. Um, But no, it it was a lot of fun, dude. You know, it was over in Pleasanton, California. Uh, It was a two day long event, September second and third. It was great. Um, All sorts of fucking shops. There was a million shops. You know, little stands. You know, mostly kilts. They sold mostly kilts, and of course, I bought. What you're wearing right now? I bought a kilt. Yes, go on my Instagram if you want to see. Um, I bought a kilt, and uh, it was. it was expensive, but it was worth it. And uh, I also bought a sword. Bought a Damascus steel uh, single-handed sword. <laughs> so you
1: totally went all out.
0: Oh, yeah. I've. Well, I was telling them. I was just like, you know, look, I'm not going to – I wanted to maybe get an outfit for it, but I, you know, I fucking couldn't get the money together. It's really expensive. Although I did get the kilt. That's one thing I got. Um, but, uh, it was also a hundred fucking 15 degrees. And so I wasn't going to go all out in like a huge outfit or nothing, but yeah, it was like, uh, you're going to
1: go out in your drawers. You at least had a fucking kilt. What something. is it?
0: Fucking Dominic and John were like, uh, they freeballed it. They really? didn't have, they didn't have boxers or anything. Oh, under wow. kilts. I wasn't going to go that far. Cause you know, I, I mean, I know everyone and their mother was wearing a kilt, but you never know. You don't want to scare anyone. But, um. Yeah, no, it was it was great. It was uh, it got so hot that we eventually yeah we as you saw in that picture we just took our shirt off our shirts off and we, we walked around in our kilts and whatnot and every five minutes we were so literally pouring water on ourselves we would get ice water from the coolers and just throw it on ourselves it was so hot but you um, had a good time though even though oh being I had on a blast hate. dude yeah they, you know I watched the games uh, the last day they had what's called mass bands and they had like six to seven hundred bagpipers playing songs and it was like this huge scottish you know uh it, it, i don't know i mean i felt i honestly for a bit especially because a lot of the presenters were scottish i felt like i was like in scotland i'm like wow it's really fucking hot for scotland so it was like an orchestra oh uh, yeah they had a huge orchestra they had the uh the united states marines had their little marching band and then uh, the bagpipes joined in with them and then a huge troop of bagpipes and drums all you know uh, came in and they were all playing on the main field where the games were and like dude it was it was great they played uh one guy played the um, Scottish uh, national anthem. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was it was like I said, there were so many you know fucking little shops and little stands and stuff going on. They had a bunch of like they had what's called a um, uh, I think it's called moving history or something or like uh, it was basically just like a larping field. Like it was like. There was like a little renaissance fair in a corner and like, you know, people were like doing demonstrations. Like, you know, like they had these guys dressed as like uh, medieval, like Scottish soldiers and they were marching and they were doing like all sorts of drills and whatnot. They had a Scottish queen who was there with her court and everything. And, you know, um, it was it was fucking awesome, dude. It was nerdy as fuck. Like I said, it felt like a con, except it was all like medieval Scottish theme. They had a Viking section. Of course, they had bands. They had fucking music. Yeah, I saw some stuff on Instagram
1: that you uh, posted. Some of the bands, it's mostly a lot of music.
0: Tempest was there, not Nuclear Tempest, (laughs) the (laughs) uh, the folk, the uh, Irish folk band, Celtic folk band, Tempest. They they were fucking awesome. Uh, Albanach, this like tribal Scottish band from Glasgow, they were there, and dude, it was it was awesome. It was, I mean, it was fun. I had good times I don't know what else to say. It was great. You, you, you would have had to have been there to experience the rest of it. But, uh, other than the heat, the heat sucked. I really wish it wasn't so goddamn hot. The second day was like, I think 104. And that was the day where I almost passed out. Maybe it was cause I was tired, but like, even though it wasn't as hot as the first day, the second day, like I almost passed out and I had to sit down for like a half hour. Cause I'm just like, I feel like I'm going to pass yeah, out. Yeah. I would have
1: fucking died. Yeah. But yeah. did you get a chance to even, was William Wallace there? Uh, no he's dead oh he's dead yeah he died um oh, in like the 1200s you know he was fighting i thought with english. all that scottish
0: fucking magic they would have brought Yeah, him we would back have brought him back dead. no no he was dead um he, he wasn't there long <laughs> shanks wasn't there either uh you know, which was the english king at the time i think i'm not a
1: historian fuck you but, so was no, there like a lot was, of uh inspired like game of thrones shit there too as well
0: uh they had they had like shitty knockoff like what is it? They had like a whole section, so you can like you can get real swords, which is what I bought. But then you can also go to the replica sections, and the swords were a lot cheaper because they don't have an edge and they're not tempered steel. But like you know, you can go to the replica section, and they had like the Lord of the Rings swords for hella cheap, and they had like cheap shitty versions. They weren't like the actual, they weren't carved the same way, but they had cheap shitty versions of like uh, Jon Snow's Longclaw. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like a whole fucking section of those. I took a bunch of pictures. They had, do they have the Keyblades from Kingdom oh, Hearts? Oh nice. Oh dude, they had. So I saw much those. Stuff. Like I said, if you folks want to see more and get an idea of what Scottish games is all about, check out my Instagram. I got a bunch of stuff on there. Um, just find me at Real Anthony Guzman or Anthony Guzman on Instagram. Whatever you want. It's me wearing a kilt, of course. So uh, why don't we get oh, into yeah.
1: the actual... Uh, Let's get Bones into with. it. So. Let's get into it. So basically this whole podcast is going to be all about season seven of game of Thrones. Uh, it just finished up this what whole episode, it? rather this whole episode. We just had to kind of get some other shit out of the way there. But so this actually ended what last week, uh, or two yeah. weeks ago,
0: as of this recording is about almost a couple weeks ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, game of Thrones is a, is a major thing in both of our lives. I think it's because, um, I, for one, I'm, I'm into fantasy a lot and I, I, never read the books before. I, I heard about the books way before the show came out. And, uh, then HBO, um, announced that there's going to be a show. So, you know, I got excited even though I didn't read the books because I kind of knew the whole premise of it. I'm like, all right, I hope they don't fuck this up because you know, there's a lot of potential here. And then it got released and, uh, it just blew up like a big fucking bomb. And every season got better. And it just, like, when you're watching Game of Thrones, it's like you're watching a fucking movie. You forget about everything else around you. You're, you're centered right in that fucking world yeah. of Westeros. So you're just in there, you know? At least
0: we are. I'm a, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of this shit. But,
1: yeah, yeah. But, um, to me and you, I would assume that it's just, um, it's one of our favorite. Fucking favorite things of all time. Yeah. Like well, Star you know, Wars is. I mean, I've, like, you know, yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah.
0: Well, one thing I said after season five, because after season five, I started reading books. And um, one thing I remember telling um, our friends over at Nerd Drive, John and Julie, one thing I remember telling them was that, uh, you know, everyone's got their thing, right? So, like, some people got Lord of the Rings. That's their thing. That's their fantasy thing. Others have Harry Potter. Mine's Game of Thrones. That's my thing. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I've become what you could say obsessed. Uh, I have the world of ice and fire book, which is basically the, uh, entire lore book. It's basically, what is it? Um, ice and fire has a wiki It has like a wiki yeah, of yeah. ice and fire. I have the book version
1: of it. Um, you're wearing the fucking t-shirt. Did anybody tell you not to wear the t-shirt to the podcast that you're
0: going to be working on? Uh, no, cause I don't have friends. No one, talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> no one tells me not to do things. Don't be no that guy. Life. Yeah. I won't, I won't wear it to my own podcast. God forbid. Um, but no, I mean like that, you know, it became my thing. It became my jam. And, and yeah, I've, I've gotten a little obsessed with it to the point where yeah, it's yeah. probably a little unhealthy, but no, I, I love game of Thrones. I, you know, and I'm, I'm on book four right now. It's really boring, but I'm getting through it. Um, I, well, one thing I guess I'll, I'll talk about more in a little while is, uh, I, I want more books. I want, I want books six and seven and we'll get into that in a bit, but, um, well, as, uh, George RR R. Martin, did he explain? Expect- say out loud
1: or even in public or say that i am going to be putting out these other books yes is well just, one he's talking you know, fucking with people he's like maybe i don't know well okay
0: so in the if you read like some of the like the articles that come out on the internet they're basically just like you know the gist is we talked to george r. r martin the other day about the books and he just says hey i'm really busy with a lot of shit and so they're just they're getting delayed because i remember reading shortly after season five ended they were like oh yeah um, season six or book six is probably going to come out around the same time as season six. They're going to come out like at the same time or something. And then they're like, Oh yeah. Book seven, book seven is probably not going to come out till after the show, the whole show is over. Uh, but yeah. And then season six happens and the book gets delayed. And now season seven happens and the book gets delayed. Basically there's no release date anymore. There's- so
1: even though the books aren't released yet, uh george rr R. martin has worked with the people from hbo on this show because it's 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 weird for me to know that there is a show that's already pretty much done and the story is still being told in the books even though like oh see let's say for example Steven, uh, season seven has that been in the books at all yet because i haven't read the books yet any, uh, any elements seven? from no, that of course no yeah. no
0: no, no. They're, they're probably past all that like some of the stuff that happened in season six, like you're on Greyjoy and they're having the big king's mood about who's going to rule the Iron yeah, islands. Yeah. That happens in book four. Um, And they just put that off for how long. Like I said, I I haven't read book uh five yet, Dance of Dragons. So there's probably more shit that might have actually come up that wasn't in like season five, but it was in season six. Um, Well, they're running out of. Well, uh, the thing about it is, okay let's talk about the season first and what we like and we'll and we'll get it and we'll get in some more about you know the behind the scenes stuff and the books and everything in a little while but like you know let's talk about season seven for a second so, so we already
1: covered the first episode we did in our yeah actual and was our first episode that
0: uh, was our second episode we covered that oh spider-man okay yeah. yeah no that was, that was i think we it came Planet out that day or
1: something the night before or whatever yeah. so anyways
0: yeah if you want to hear our uh quick review of um episode one to season seven check out our second episode it's we review planet of the apes as well as that um the the game of thrones talk is at the end of the episode more so if you want to just skip to the end uh go right ahead if you you don't care about
1: apes and you care about dragons
0: just go right right to the end (laughs) um so i mean okay what'd you like
1: about it the thing about uh i liked about season seven was the fact that okay um like i said i've been watching this show since the first season I, I love it to death but there's parts of the actual seasons which were kind of boring there's just a lot of talk a lot of talk and nothing nothing really happening the thing i really liked about seven and i don't know if this is because they are getting close to the end of it but things to, like beats just started happening you know things were just
0: yeah there's more payoff
1: things that we wanted to see throughout the entire series of this uh show we're seeing like we get to see john and daenerys meet we get to see pretty much all of them meet all of the seven kingdoms are everyone who wants to rule all get together in one spot and all talk you know it's it was just something that i've always wanted to see and we're actually seeing a lot more action even though this season to me felt like it was rushed it felt like things went by way too fast you know first thing is john's in the north then the next episode he's at dragonstone then all of a sudden they're in westeros uh king's landing it's like fuck like There's no, it's just kind of like zap, zap, zap every episode, like they're in a new like location. And to me, it was like, it felt too rushed, but in a way though, for me, I still like the fact that we're seeing things just starting to happen. I think that was the main thing I always thought like when I was watching this is like, yes, this is finally fucking happening. I can't believe it's had to wait for a while, but it's actually happening, you know? And, uh, I'm just glad we're actually fucking seeing shit get done. You know, it's yeah. like the end of, it's like the end of a major thing. And we're actually seeing what needed to be done and, and what's happening, which is great.
0: Yeah. I, I, <clears throat> I agree with that. I agree with pretty much everything you just said. Um, I agree that it was nice to start getting some payoff. um, I also agree that it was rushed, but we'll, that's a negative, so we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. Um but no, I was I mean, like I can I can sit here. We can sit here and be like, "Oh man, that was fucking cool when Daenerys and the dragon showed up and when it toad and it killed those guy." Yes, all that shit was cool. All the cool shit that you guys liked, it was cool. We fucking know. We don't need to get into it. It was great. We'll get into some of it when we talk about plot a little bit, but um no, yeah, it's it's the payoff was much better because dude, I hated season 6. Yeah, me too. I it was really slow. I fucking hated season 6. It was so boring like okay it it does one thing that i really like about game of thrones where it's it it builds character you get to see you know you get to see kind of in the mind of the characters you get to see them play off one another of course all the acting is great um one thing this show has and uh i can't speak for any other show, such as like vikings or black sails is the show has humor It's funny. There's humor in it and it doesn't feel weird. It doesn't like, you know, you're not watching a really depressing, intense scene where like, you know, like the red wedding or something. And then the next scene there's like, you know, it's, it's fucking like slapstick humor, but it's just like, you know, there might be like a serious, a little bit of a tense scene happening. And then the next scene Tormund's like, I want the big woman. I want to make babies with her, you know, like that, but it, but it works, you know, it's it, it, like funny. Said, Cause he's funny. Yeah. Like, he, you know, the actor is funny. His delivery is funny. The lines are great. It's just like, there's humor in the show and it's so refreshing. Like, dude, I'm like two episodes away from, uh, the end of season four of black sales. It's so boring and it's so depressing. Every fucking, every time, every scene is just like intense dialogue and monologuing. And it's like, we are going to intensely talk about the next plan, what we're going to do and this and that. Like, there's no fucking humor. I think there's like three jokes in season one and then it's depressing for the rest of it. And then like, I think there was like a joke in season three that kind of woke me up. I was like, oh my God, a joke. Humor. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Oh, God, Like because, you know, it's everything's so dreary. Like, same with Vikings. Like, you know, Vikings was good in the first few seasons, and, like, there was some humor in it. But then it started taking itself too seriously, and there was too many stupid gimmicks, and now it's just a joke. I, I don't like it. I hate Vikings. <laughs> like the I've show, actually rather. never
1: watched Vikings before. I mean, I you told me it was a good show. It, I I loved haven't really it. gotten into it yet. I loved but. it. And
0: then s- season four and a half, 4.5, comes out, and it's just dog shit. It's like, like I said, it's a gimmick. It's like, Ooh, look at all of our haircuts. And everyone has like this tough guy face on, like we're Vikings. Oh, and they start calling themselves that they start calling themselves Vikings. And I'm like, what did they call themselves that back then? I don't think so. Like, you know, I look, I know it's like a historical adaptation, you know, but like I, did they call themselves Vikings? I don't think they did, but it's, you know, it just turned into like a fucking, you know, a two dimensional gimmick, you know, and everyone has the same fucking haircut. The same fucking hipster knot top that you know I was wearing for a wh- for a while. And, like everyone has that haircut. <laughs> like the, the 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 main character Ragnar, he uh, had it, and then everyone started getting it. And then it's like, okay, well now it's not man as special bun. anymore. Yeah, the man bun. Well, he had a tail. His like went all the way to his back. But yeah, what people call man bun these days, and to a degree, it's what it is. But. Yeah, you know, it's just like, you know, those shows, they don't have humor, and, like, they take themselves too seriously. But, like, Game of Thrones, although it's a serious, high-budget show, there's fucking humor, and they, you know, they know how to relax every now and again. And
1: It seems like in every episode or every scene that the Hound in, it's funny. Yeah, you but just... even,
0: but, like, you know, it's, like, it's in his character. He's making jokes in his character, you know, like, he's, he's just, like, kind of, like, a nihilistic, like, you know, broody, just kind of like, oh, I don't give a shit, you dumb cunt lord of fucking lights blah 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 you know like it's like it's in his character like it's funny that he's being a dick but it's in his character one of the things he says to thoros of Mir he's like you think you're fooling anyone with that top knot baldy like that's (laughs) fucking great and but like it's funny and it's in his character you know and so it's like it doesn't just you know like it's not like Jon snow making jokes like i know Jon snow basically doesn't make any jokes and that makes sense because he's kind of like a he's broody and he's kind of like hard and just like his, you know, his dad was just like Ned Stark. Yeah. Um, that's one of the, let you know, that's one of the things I really like about the show is the humor and, you know, it's, it's executed well and it, you know, it makes them feel like people makes them feel a little more relatable. Um, but yeah, you know, like things did finally happen in this season, you know, there was way more payoff and I was really happy about that because like I said, season six had none of that season six was more set up. You know, they were setting up all that stuff with the sparrows and, and, you know, Tommen. And then at the end, it's all they just blow it all up. And I was like, why did I sit through like 10 episodes of that just for you to kill it at the end? I mean, I guess maybe that was the point, but it just it felt like it was a build up to nothing. You know, I thought that whole sparrow thing was going to kind of bleed over to season seven and that was going to be Cersei's. War on two fronts. Like at one point, you know, on one hand, she's fighting Daenerys and and the king, you know, the king of the North, but on the other hand, she's fighting the war at home, the Sparrows, and she's working on the Tommen thing. But yeah, but you know, uh, yeah, this this well, season that the, was a good thing about it. Like the it, Battle of the
1: Bastards, I
0: mean, would you? Oh, the Battle of the Bastards was great. Yeah, yeah, no, they're like that was a the last two episodes were six. good. The last two episodes were very, very good. Um, I think they brought back not to talk about season six too much, but I think they brought back Jon Snow a little too soon.
1: I Me mean, after he was killed?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like, you know, they, he dies in the, at the last episode of season five, and then you think he's going to come back in episode one of season six, and then he doesn't. And you're like, oh, okay, they're going to draw this out, I guess. And then he comes back in episode two, and then he kind of just mopes around for a while. Until the Battle of the Bastards. He just kind of, like, mopes around. He's just like, my men killed me. I was the Lord Commander and they betrayed me. Oh, I hate everything. And just, he kind of whined and, like, you know, Sansa's like, hey, stop being a bitch and let's go take Winterfell. We don't have the men. Blah, blah, blah. And just, like, he's just complaining and brooding. And it's just kind of like, are you going to do anything? Are you going to, like, you know, maybe, I don't know, take the castle sooner? Or, you know, maybe, like, maybe more character building instead of just him, like, whining about shit, but I don't know. Um, Also, like, it was really weird that Davos was just like, you know, you know, oh, bring him back to life. He seems like a a powerful leader. You should bring him back to life, Melisandre. It's like, why would you care? Why the fuck would... You should probably be going to look for Stannis' body somewhere and bring him back to life, but, like, you know, it was... Maybe they just saw something in him. I don't know. I mean, well, look, none of the characters had any reason to bring him back to life. And we all knew he was going to come back, but it was just like we thought it would be in different circumstances. Like maybe Melisandre was going to have a vision and be like, "Oh my god, he was the prince that's promised or he's the, like but instead it was just like, you know, she's moping because she's like, "Oh, well, I I got Stannis killed and my prophecies are wrong and the lord of light has abandoned me." And then fucking uh, you know, what's his name? The Onion Knight. <laughs> no, that's, that's what he's called. The Onion Knight. Oh, what the fuck is his name? I just said it. Davos. Davos, yeah. yeah. Davos is just like, bring him back to life because I like him. And then they bring him back to life. It's like, all right, well, we got that out of the way. And then, uh, and then, yeah, it was really anticlimactic. She just kind of like cuts his hair, burns it, and then he yeah, takes a breath. Like- but, yeah, getting back to season seven. Yeah, you know, season seven was much better because it had all that payoff and, you know, more things happened. But on the other hand, like you said, they rushed everything. And well, this yeah. is a
1: negative, though, but basically yeah. you – like you said, we'll go to the negative stuff, but you thought that this season – I mean, let's compare – This season
0: was better than season six, but at the same time, I have that problem with it, that it, it was—it felt too rushed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that that was a major – that was a main thing that you really – I mean, for me, though, I mean, like I said, with season seven, I, I really like the fact that, you know, like it almost – it seems like a lot of the loose ends are getting tied. And I did like the fact that when I was talking earlier about how um, all the characters met at the dragon pit, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we see Brienne of Tarth and you know the Hound. They they get back together and talk, and they're just having a moment, and it's not serious, and they're kind of like laughing about it. Yeah,
0: this last episode was very good because it didn't feel as rushed. It was longer. First of all, it's been an hour and twenty minutes. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it felt much better. It, It felt it was it was much more like that's that to me is a Game of Thrones episode where there's also there's payoff, there's action, but it's like. have some character building and development and there's dialogue and it goes somewhere and it means something yeah people are playing off each other it doesn't feel rushed it feels natural and and they're taking their time with it and that's like i said that's the upside to season six is that it had all that you know there was they took their time with it they took too much time but they took their time and that's you know something that i noticed the episodes that felt rushed in this season were mainly episode five which is east watch was right when before john goes beyond the wall, and then the sixth episode where he's beyond the wall that episode felt way too rushed and i'll get into that in a little bit but no the the last episode was great and of course that big ending (laughs) that fucking big ending. and you know i'm really fucking happy they did that i'm really happy that that you know okay first of all i'm happy that they killed a dragon because i kind of felt like daenerys was like too invincible i was like okay she's got all these dragons she has all this stuff you know i guess she can just burn everyone like right now she can she can kill all the fucking white walkers right now and be done with it. And then she can also go to King's Lane And we can end this whole fucking series in in one episode or in two episodes. I thought about that. I was like, it's getting a little too easy for us now because, you know, uh, Cersei's losing and it's obvious. And you know, Daenerys and her whole regime seems a little invincible, but then they go beyond the wall and the night King kills Viserion. And I was like, Oh shit. And he, it's funny when he did it, he seemed, he knew like he, he, he knew exactly what to do. He's just like, I've dealt with this shit, yo, bro. Give me, give me that spear, yo. You want, well, we want maybe to see he's killed shit?
1: dragons because he's that old. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not sure, but I'm saying that. Um, it did, it did seem like it. I mean, the dragons obviously aren't invincible, and the crazy thing was when you notice when he actually hit him with the spear. It like, just seemed like a big, huge, like gush of blood just came out of him like this whole thing just exploded it fucked him up yeah like his spear was on
0: fire and shit yeah this
1: whole thing just went and it's just like wow and he crashed right in the ice and everything Um, i mean
0: as soon as that happened to you i'm like oh they're gonna they're gonna bring him back to life and stuff
1: yeah yeah so i mean when you saw those chains you know at the end yeah when i saw that i'm like i know what the fuck he's doing i know what the fuck he's doing right now i'm like even before i saw him drag up the dragon i was like He's got to bring that fucking dragon back to life. Oh, yeah. Because he's been doing that with everything he's been killed. That's why their army is so huge because everybody that's fought him or tried to, you know, run away or whatever, he's killed them all or the other, you know, whites have killed them all. And he's
0: that's how he's gotten his army because they've all been resurrected. Yeah. So they follow him now. So. What, what I liked about it is it upped the stakes because, like I said, Daenerys seemed too invincible, but then we lose Viserion and then fucking Night King makes Viserion a part of the army. And I'm like, Oh shit! I'm like the fucking playing field is leveled now, you yeah. Know, because it's just like, because I, I I was thinking about it for a while. I was like, you know, all these characters are complaining that like, know, they're saying like, you know, oh, you know, the wall's been protecting us for thousands of years, and no, we'll just leave it the way it is. And I was just like, you know, they you could, must sound
1: like Joker right there. They could
0: just leave it the way it is, bats. But <laughs> you know, it's like you know, I'm like, they could do that theoretically. It's like you know, we see in episode six they can't swim, so it's like, or actually we see that in Hard Home in episode in season five. When they go to try to bring all the wildlings back, like, you know, yeah, we see that the White Walkers can't swim. So it's like, oh, well, yeah, you could leave them beyond the wall and just leave them there. And then if they try to breach the wall, just drop rocks and fire on them and you'll be done with it. But then they fucking kill Viserion and they take Viserion. And then in the last episode at the end, they fucking burn the wall. And I was like, yes, because that's what I wanted to happen. Like one of my things, you know, one of my little theories I had was just like, okay, the White Walkers are going to get through the wall. They have to. Otherwise, there's no there's no threat. So they're gonna somehow get through the wall, and my other theory is that it's gonna end where the story began, which was in Winterfell. The story began begins in Winterfell, so I'm like, I think the big battle is gonna happen in the north. They're, although, they're gonna get as far as Winterfell. Yeah. And that's although it. there's a theory that they're gonna make it, that they're trying to go all the way to the Isle of Faces, which is in the south. Um, I'll post the theories to that. I'm gonna post all the theories. I'm gonna bring. We're gonna bring up theories later, folks. But we're not gonna talk too much them because we can we'll sit here all night but we'll i'll leave videos in the description to the theories and videos talking about it that i found on the internet
1: yeah yeah um totally man i mean i really the thing was is that the threat of the white walkers has been rumored throughout the entire series. Well yeah in the
0: first episode this is also open the, it also opened, the one, first yeah.
1: episode yeah which is gory as shit um but we've been kind of made to believe that there's this enemy out there, and they didn't really show a lot of the White Walkers throughout the series, little, like, nods and stuff. But there wasn't really anything like, holy shit, like, their army is this big. You know, so when we actually uh, saw, I'm not sure, was it season five when uh, Jon took the Wildlings to uh, and the Night's Watch to defend when the, they actually uh, – Oh, Hardhome. You're talking about hard hard Home, home hard when, you, hard when home. you see the Night when King versus the big – Yeah. The come at me hard home, Yeah, so that's when you basically see, like, the first ever, like – experience of like how big this guy's kind of get to see the full wrath you know yeah and i there's so many elements i've watched that scene over and over at that battle and the crazy stuff to me i know we're we're getting a lot of tangent from that but it's game of thrones i don't give a fuck um the thing is is that in hard home one of the coolest scenes i ever thought was um uh, what i I saw was basically the, the scene where all of them just fall off the fucking cliff.
0: Oh yeah, well they just yeah they just like, all they're just just run falling, off the fucking oh, they're cliff. They're running off a cliff and then they get back up and they're charging. Up yeah, a they just all the their
1: bodies just drop, and they all get back up and start running at them. And then you know, that was so fucking dope, dude. And especially, um, you find out that there's no limitation of what the Night King wants as far as his army. There's kids in his army, children. But Yeah, children. there's
0: no limit. And what he'll do? Well, yeah. I mean, it's that's that's another thing I like about the Game of Thrones universe too, and and the George R. R. Martin story is that this is, it's a real take on if fantasy, if fantasy and the real world collided, it would be much darker, much bloodier. You know, it it wouldn't be so fucking G-rated. And you know, one of these videos I saw talks about how Game of Thrones is kind of it, it pulls away from the traditional storytelling of fantasy and the traditional themes and tropes. Because fantasy is very safe. You know your heroes aren't going to die. And if they do, they're not going to die until the end of the entire series. But, yeah, we, we see in fucking season one. Fucking Ned Stark. I thought Ned Stark was going to be the guy. And then he fucking dies at the end of season one. I was like, oh. And then the Red Wedding happens. And it's just like, dude, this is fair game. Like, no one is safe.
1: I mean, it seems like also luck, uh, the characters are expendable. I mean, because we've seen a lot of characters die yeah. throughout the series. Uh, characters we wouldn't expect to die, but they have. I mean, Joffrey, fuck him. I wanted him to die right from the beginning, you know? And as far as, you know... God, we just thought we got an amazing kill at the first season of the... Not the first season, but the beginning of the season with the Freys, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, the fucking Frey thing was great, you know? Like, that was you a good, know, you know, was a good beginning, too. That. There was, like... Okay, so... Everything is rushed so much in this season and, and like there's so much crap going on that I actually forgot about the phrase you forgot about until that, I rewatched right? it. Yeah, I did a quick a quick rewatch of the season. I didn't watch the last two episodes because I'd seen them like twice already. But yeah, I did a quick a quick re... I learned to speak today. today. <laughs> I did a quick rewatch of the show. And uh, yeah, that's one of the things I forgot. I also completely forgot that uh, Missandei and Grey Worm fucked. They scissored. <laughs> exactly. I completely forgot about. There wasn't that. a lot
1: of nudity though in this season. There wasn't. No, she. It used to be hardcore nudity. Like yeah, in you see one, lots of, of sex. Tits.
0: Two actually, you see two pairs of tits in this season. I think you see Missandei's and you see Daenerys's at the end. I Again, don't see Daenerys's. Yeah, you. Well, they. Show no, it. they didn't you kinda, really. Sh- you kind of see a half boob, but you don't see like yeah. the n-
1: full on nipples like she actually yeah. used to show like full yeah. frontal sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh you Gotta make that paycheck, right? exactly i mean i thought she put out something stating like i really don't mind doing nudity and, and...
0: i thought she said that she was sick of it
1: well, i think maybe that's why at the end, yeah. because I didn't, that's why she didn't go full
0: nude yeah. i think in this because you like you don't see her naked at all in season five and then you see like a kind of sort of tit shot in season six look at this we're talking about tits now and uh then yeah and then you can <laughs> well, that's see, what like, game a of thrones has a lot of tits. come on where's kit harrington's dick damn it i wanted to see a big dick shot or the hound's dick. Or the mountain's big mountain dick. Let's see that. That big zombie cock. Oh, my God. So. um, What are we talking about again?
1: Porn? No, we're talking about season seven of Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. I forgot. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, like a lot of loose ends gets like we're, we're getting close to the end here. And uh, for me, it was kind of nice. We finally, I mean, for the longest time, I wanted all the Stark children to finally get together. And we're actually that. Yeah, I was waiting that. for that.
0: Waiting for the band to get back together. Exactly. That's yeah. what I
1: should call it. I mean john hasn't been there yet to see um aura Arya or um Bran. Yet. yeah yeah Bran's gonna reveal the big yeah yeah he's gonna build to us so it's like he's only seen sansa right now so and he went off to fucking uh dragon Stone to get dragon yeah. glass and now he's fucking daenerys That whole thing got
0: oh and you you, you noticed this too can we get into negatives now uh really quick let me like put <laughs> because i got more. i got some shit i got some shit. okay i, I got say.
1: i got some shit too but at least i got one more positive thing i want to say about right. this season um, is the fact that when I said earlier, the beats are starting, are happening really fast. You know, I mean, these are things that I wanted to see in a long time and there's deaths like little finger gets fucking killed. Finally. I mean, it was I something know, we actually wanted to see for a long time. And you know, he's been fucking with everybody. He's been fucking with the Starks. Well, he he's,
0: started the war. He started the war. He of the did. Kings, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he's been causing so much drama now in this season. He was trying to get, you know, Sansa and Arya to fight each other or go against each other. It was just you know you finally see the shit and it's like yeah he got his fucking uh, neck cut open and you know it's done he's dead everyone I remember watching footage of people watching this season mm-hmm. or that episode and everyone's fucking cheering and shit because it's like when I first saw Joffrey get killed I gave my mom a high five and like because we both wanted that fuck <laughs> we both wanted that fucker to die and he finally died I'm like oh yes it feels so fucking good oh I just want to fucking lather in it for a while I just want to see him just choke more and more but um yeah no I mean. That was a redeeming thing for me, too. I like that. I like the, fi- the fact that they finally killed that guy.
0: You know, that's, you know, I think one thing we can mention is, like, you know, like uh, you know, the phrase dying and, and Littlefinger dying and, the, you know, all the sick ass dragon sequences, like all or that. Or
1: not getting rid of his grayscale. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, that, well, I'm happy that that happened. Uh, the, but the, why it happened, I didn't really like. And like I said, we'll talk about the negatives in a bit. But, um, I think the one the big positive thing we can say about this show, folks, is that the production budget is amazing. It's getting better. The too. music is great. Like I said, there's humor and that's what, you know, that's how it stands out from the rest of these period piece shows that are out these days. You know, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, yeah, no, it's I still think it's one of the better TV shows out there. But this season had its issues. Let's hear about those issues. So I'm going to let you go first. Tell me
1: what you uh, just liked about okay. season seven of Game of Thrones.
0: So the teleporting, not the literal teleporting. Characters don't literally teleport, but it's like the big one is, um uh, you know, I just watched this episode too. Bran is having a vision and he sees the Night King and then he says to uh, his maester, we need to send a raven to Dragonstone. Bam! The next scene is Jon reading the raven. The, the scroll and I'm just like yeah that was really quick. I'm That's like, what they're making telling phone you about. calls now.
1: I was telling you about that that like how one minute they're on the other side of the fucking uh, this world and the next minute they're, in the next episode they're already where they wanted to be. Yeah, no traveling, nothing.
0: So I get what you're saying on that. No, yeah, that was fucking bullshit. I was just like, like there was like like I said it just felt so rushed and and okay, episode six where they go beyond the wall. On one hand, I really liked it. I loved all the character stuff when they're beyond the wall, watching all these characters talk to each other for the first time. Like, you know, we've never really seen Jorah and Jon have a real conversation. Yeah, they met in the previous episode, but we've never seen them really have a full conversation in depth, you know, talking about um, Longclaw and talking about uh, Gior Mormont. Like, yeah, that was nice. You know, it was, it was nice watching the Hound, and fu- it was funny watching the Hound and Tormund talk. Brianna fucking Toth. You know her? Of course I know her. <laughs> I want to make babies with oh, I I, I that always quote that. I'm always quoting that. I'm always just like, I like the big woman. I want to make babies with it. Like, is uh Torment is the fucking. I remember that.
1: Th- I don't know if it was in season six. I think it was really quick, um, where uh, they mount on some horses and he's on one horse oh, and, and Torm- she's the, Torm- Torm- And he Torm- looks at her and he just gives her the shit. Eating big smile. Fucking, yeah, dude, that was. And she just great. does this like, like I can't believe this fucking guy just looked at me. <laughs>
0: And, you know, look, I got to say, I hate stupid love plots that don't add to a story. I like, you know, I don't like the little finger Missande. Oh, that character Missande, she's 12 or something in the books. Really? Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I thought maybe they upped her age just so that, you know, there's not this child running around with nudity and, and fucking murder happening all around her. But I'm like, did you really up her age for a fucking love plot between a fucking eunuch? Is he a eunuch or does he not have a dick either? I thought they cut off his whole thing. Maybe they just cut off his nuts. I don't know. Whatever. I, I guess technically a eunuch means that you just don't have balls. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I, I don't like the love story. It's, it's a waste of time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't add to anything. But the stuff with Tormund is great because it's funny. It's not just like, you know... Brienne you are my true love and he doesn't like fucking confess his undying love or be like you are my weakness no it's just like I want the big woman because I want to make babies and it's like that's fucking hilarious and he's weird and she doesn't like it and it's like ah man if they get together that's gonna be fucking hilarious but yeah you know I like all that stuff and but you know it's I think this entire episode should have been beyond the wall maybe maybe show some stuff with Arya and Sansa I'll talk about that too I didn't necessarily like what Arya was doing honestly Arya seemed like a fucking psychopath for a bit i'm like are you just gonna murder your sister like what the fuck is wrong with you um but like you know instead it was just like you know uh when 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 the fucking shit at the fan right and this episode six beyond the wall and you know they run into the walkers and they're getting outnumbered they're like gendry we need you to go which we, took
1: him we need really you,
0: fast to get. Yeah, to the he wall. fucking like the next scene. He's at the wall and he's done. And then the bam, they get the raven and dragonstone. It, it was too fast. But like how it should have been was that just like Gendry, we need you to we need we need you to go back. We need you to send a raven to Dragonstone. We need to get Daenerys and the dragons over here pronto. And then you don't see him for the rest of the fucking episode. You don't see Daenerys. You don't see any of that. It's just all beyond the wall. Because then it's like it, it, you're uncertain. You're like, oh my god, are they gonna? Are they going to make it out? Or or at least are some of them? Like, we knew, obviously, some of them were going to make it out. We knew, like, Jon. Yeah, we knew the big guys were going to make it out. But it's like, who's going to die? Who's going to die? You know, it would have upped the stakes. It would have made you feel a little more scared for the characters. But instead, it's like, you see Gendry at the wall. We need to send a raven. And then you see Daenerys. I'm going to go save them. And it's like, (sighs) and Tyrion's like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, like you know, when that happened, when they were showing that, I thought maybe he was going to jump on one of the dragons. A Tyrion. Yeah, because we, you know, we we saw him set them free. I think in season six, and you're like, oh, so that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna set the dragons free, and you know, it's gonna be, it's like, you know, and then eventually we're gonna see him ride one. This also ties into the theory that he's a Targaryen. So I'm like, oh, he's gonna ride one of the dragons. Like I thought that was gonna happen when they were all jumping off the cliff, the dragons to go fly. He was just gonna grab onto one and go with her. I'm like, oh, is that? How it's gonna-? But yeah, then yeah. it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, all right. And then you know, when she saves them at the end, I was just like, yeah, I know this. I'm not surprised anymore. Like That's one thing I liked about um, episode, uh, I think it's episode four, where she goes and, and destroys the Lannister army. It's like, you knew she was going to do something, but you didn't know what she was going to do. She she initially was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to the Red Keep right now and just end this. And they're like, no, don't do that. And then she's like, oh, okay, I won't. And then that was it. And then the fucking two scenes later, you hear the fucking Dothraki charging down the fucking field. And then Daenerys shows up. You're like, oh, I didn't see this coming. But you knew she was coming in, in episode six. And I was like... Well, there's 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 no stakes. I don't feel yeah. I don't feel scared for our characters anymore. I just kind of feel like you know, yeah, I'm watching things happen and like there's there's you know everything's too safe. Everything's too they're reassuring you too much. Don't worry, don't worry. Your characters aren't going to die. But we should have just been uncertain for the whole episode until the very end, where Daenerys swoops in and starts burning all the fucking White Walkers. That's how it should have fucking happened. Like I said, the whole episode should have been me on the wall. Yeah, no, no, no fucking flashes to the other parts of Westeros just all in fucking in the north so you
1: want to know if Gendry got to the wall because obviously near the end it should have
0: been all left uncertain till very end of the episode and then
1: you see the dragon come up yeah Yeah. that would have been pretty fucking dope yeah but uh I get what you're saying on that I mean things it's like these people don't have cell phones or pagers but these ravens Get to fucking, like, these uh, – the the notes all to these people, like, really fucking yeah, fast. Yeah, it
0: was like, you know, the Ravens get on the fucking first United Airlines flight, and then they fly over to Dragon. <laughs> they fly, 7. like, Lightspeed or something. Yeah, they, like they just take a helicopter, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, um, what else didn't you like about this? I mean, I was going to hit my points, but I don't want to mix it up, so I want you to actually – Yeah, just... well,
0: it's just – it's, you know, everything – that's the main problem, is just everything happens too fucking fast. And, you know, like I said, there's a couple plot points that don't matter, such as the fucking um, – the love scene between the love plot, really between Missandei and and Grey Worm, like that whole thing just shouldn't be in the show at all. And like that's the, the that's the biggest complaint with this is that you know, and, and uh, no one, none of our good characters died. You know, like the only character who died beyond the wall was Thoros, the, the, the priest yeah. who brings back. Like, and you're just kind of like, well, that's sad, but we don't care. We've only seen he him it wasn't a like of a times. fan favorite character. Yeah, yeah, like you know, I would have been devastated. But if they killed Tormund. You know if they kill Tormund or maybe kill um uh Jorah because like you know um uh, Daenerys is like you know just like she doesn't want him to go she's like you know you finally got back you're, you're cured now don't leave you just came back you know we, we haven't had time to spend together yet and like that would have been great if he's like don't worry my queen I'm going to serve you and blah, blah blah I'll be back and then he dies and it would have been like yes that's perfect because like I don't want him to die I like him he's a good character but it would have it would have up the stakes it would have broken our hearts a little more it wouldn't our characters are starting to seem invincible, and that was another thing. Towards the end of the episode, you see John fall on the ice, and then he gets back up, and then he makes it to the wall, and then he's on the boat, and then he's safe. Yeah, you know that sixth episode was great, but it was also bad because of that. Because there's, the, you know, it just didn't feel, it didn't feel risky. It was too conventional. The storytelling was just like too conventional. It's like, oh, is our hero dead? Nah, he's not dead. Gotcha. Yeah. It's like you didn't get me. I knew he wasn't gonna die. He died. You can't kill Jon Snow anymore because he already died. If you kill him again, it's gonna be redundant. Unless you kill him at the very, 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 very end of the show. But
1: Well, well didn't you notice know though, so? like when they were getting on the dragon ready to take off right after the first dragon got taken out? Um, he was just still down,
0: down there fighting him. They're
1: like, Come on, Jon. come on. Hey just he stop wants to go see, out back out. Did you see them. the
0: meme? The meme was like, you know, come on, dude, hang on, I need to get this achievement oh my god i never saw that meme. (laughs) that was a great meme Uh, the only thing i showed you was a lightsaber uh all the videos yeah but um yeah i just was like dude everyone's on the dragon ready to fucking go what the fuck's taking you he was supposed to seem heroic it was supposed to seem like he was gonna die if you were gonna do that there should have been something else like he should have like fallen in the ice and then maybe like they pull him out like let's say he falls in the ice and then daenerys and everyone leaves right the next episode, you see him getting out of the ice, and instead of Benjamin coming to save him, the White Walkers just surround him, and you're like, oh, fuck. And then the Night King maybe knocks him out or something. And then one thing I've always wanted is, like, is there going to be a scene between an important character and the Night King where the Night King doesn't try to kill anyone? He talks to them a little bit. He's just like... We
1: haven't seen him speak yet. We haven't
0: seen him talk. I'm like, is there going to be that scene? This is in, like, a lot of those movies. It's a little conventional. It's a little typical, but it's like, are we going to see a scene... Where the Night King maybe gives a little exposition of who he is, what he wants, like, or is it just gonna be he's gonna be the silent villain the whole time? Where he's just a he's well, that makes him a lot more scary too. Yeah, and it does. The fact that he doesn't talk makes him scarier. But I'm like, maybe do that instead. He gets captured, and then like you know, it's like, why are you keeping me alive? Like, just put me, you know, uh, turn me and make me part of your army. And then the king maybe says something like, oh, I have I have another plan for you or something. I don't know. Like I said, it, it might that might seem stupid, but it's like give him I guess give us a reason to care that he nearly sacrificed his life uh so Daenerys and everyone can save themselves but instead it's like oh no don't worry he gets on the horse and Benjen another expendable character that we don't really care about saves him and then he dies maybe and then he makes it back to the wall and then he's safe and it's just like Our characters are invincible now. Our 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 leading our loving characters are invincible now, and it's like, well, this this the stakes aren't high anymore. He doesn't feel like I'm watching Game of Thrones. He feels like I'm watching Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, with the F word in it and a pair of tits. But the thing is, is like, I mean, I would have loved to see Gendry in that actual fight. I mean, they're like, all right, you're the fastest guy, go to the wall, and like fucking like two scenes later, he's at the wall. I mean, that was just funny, like you said. Um, but you said something about bending the knee. There was something about the Daenerys John relationship that you fucking. You weren't so happy about Well, I think the biggest... And you're all about
0: incest. You said it yourself. Like, hey... I knew
1: this was going to happen. I want this to happen. I okay. want them to fuck.
0: One thing I said, and to a degree I'm still happy about it, is it's like, we've all been waiting for it. We've been waiting for Ice and Fire, you know, Daenerys and, and fucking Jon, to get together and at least, if not have sex and fall in love, to talk, to like, to join forces together to fight yeah. the Night King and to take on Cersei. We all kind of knew they were gonna fuck. Like they, they hinted at it in the last episode of season six. You know, Dario's talking to her. She's like, "Look, I gotta, I gotta, I can't take you with me. I gotta marry someone." You know, to to form an alliance. And he's like, "Who are you gonna marry?" She's like, "Oh, I don't know." And like, it's like we know who you're gonna marry. You're gonna marry the king of the north. And then all the fucking photoshopped pictures started coming out of of Daenerys and Jon together, hanging out. And, yeah. yeah. Um, but the love thing, even though I wanted it to happen, it feels so forced. Because there's no chemistry between the actors. Like, apparently, um, Kit Harington and Emily Clark are actually pretty decent friends. And so it's like you'd think their friendship, that chemistry would bleed over to the show. But it's like, they don't feel like, it feels like, I mean, obviously, this was the point. It feels like they don't like each other, at least in the beginning. It's like, they don't like, when they first meet, it's like, they're like, they're yelling at each other. She's like, bend the knee. He's like, I don't know you. I'm not going to bend the knee, blah, 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 Like, fuck that shit. She's like, well, I'm not going to fucking help you. And it's just like, yeah, it seems like, you know, at they should have just been more like enemies or at least acquaintances, but it's like, you know, when she comes back from burning the Lannister army, you know, she lands and then John touches the dragon. And we obviously know why the dragon let him touch her. Yeah. I was, him tell- I was him. telling him because he's a Targaryen. Yeah, exactly. She was blood. looking at
1: him like going, how is he be able to touch? Oh my God.
0: He's good with my kids. <laughs> I know, <laughs> you know, oh, like, why? and then all of a sudden, you know, he's like, I need to go beyond the wall and kid, you know, kidnap a white Walker and bring him to Cersei. And then she's like, She's like, oh, no, I'm scared for him. It's like, why? Because he fucking pet your kid? Like, fucking big yeah. deal. You're in love with him now because, you, like, Drogon liked him? It's like, that's stupid. That's not good enough motivation. Like, it doesn't feel real anymore. It feels like I'm watching a cartoon. And, like, you still don't feel the chemistry even then. And then, like, at the very end of the sixth episode when he's on the boat, you know, the chemistry's kind of there, but it still feels forced. And well, Yeah, it does. Because in the all of episode, a sudden, like, he's just, like,
1: calls, like, her... Like you're my queen and all this other shit because he had a fucking yeah, life uh, to death near experience. So it's I like, love you
0: because reasons, because the plot tells me I need to love you. And okay, look, that's another thing that felt rushed. This episode, this season was only seven episodes long. If you want to convince me that Jon and Daenerys are in love, give me an episode where they're where where they're bonding a little bit. You know, give me some chemistry between them. Like, give me dialogue, give me plot, give me character development. That is gonna draw them closer together, and that's gonna—it's gonna make it feel more real that they're falling in love versus just kind of like, here's a little scene here, here's her him touching the dragon, and then she saves them, and now they're fucking. It just, <laughs> yeah, let's it have let's have a total natural. Anakin and
1: Padme situation. Yes, that's
0: what. It, thank you. That's what it felt like. It didn't feel as creepy, but it just yeah, felt yeah. like it's like these characters are are being forced to love each other, and it doesn't feel natural at all. There's no build up to it. Yeah, it was a huge letdown. It was honestly, I think it's the most disappointing thing that's happened in this entire show, is the the anticlimactic, love, thing between them. You know, it 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 just doesn't feel real. And you know, and I think if I had to choose between this or not having that in there at all, I would choose not having it in there at all. Even though you really wanted it, I wanted it, but like I, I said, it feels it doesn't feel real. It's kind of it's kind of. Kind it's of kind of like shit for me. It's kind
1: of like if someone serves you a hamburger and you really want that hamburger, but then you eat it and you're like, oh, this just wasn't good what I thought it would be. It's kind of like probably. It's like, like
0: you, you're you watching the McDonald's commercial and you're seeing the burger. You're like, oh my God, look oh, how looks fucking so good. tasty it is. And then you go there and you get like this fucking shitty patty on a bun. You're just like, oh, that's three bucks I wasted. So, I'd I mean, rather like, save oh, the three bucks. That's
1: a silly way of like, you know, uh, comparing that, the two.
0: Yeah, a shitty analogy, but it's like, you know, I, I think folks, you get what we're saying. Like it just, it didn't feel natural. It didn't feel real. It felt too forced. It didn't need to happen they didn't need to fall in love at this point um especially since i mean you know like i said i'm not you know i'm not an advocate for incest here but especially since yes he he is technically her nephew it's not going to work out later because yeah there's probably going to be some sort of quarrel since he is technically the heir to the iron throne exactly so, I mean,
1: so um anything else on uh the things that you said. Oh, just I got
0: plenty about. of shit, but here I I've, I've talked enough. Let's <laughs> let's see what you got. No, no, no. So I So, first off, of
1: stuff. what I really uh I wasn't super into the whole Greyjoy story. I, the whole thing Yeah, with that's, that's, with, that's with, with uh thing I with about. Theon and Euron, I just I wasn't into it. Like with Yara, it was just All right, first off, Euron, I want to see him get eaten by a fucking dragon. All right? That guy's a fucking I want to see Euron
0: do something that actually makes me hate him cause, I mean, you know, know, it's really
1: weird watching him. It totally reminds me of I. It's not this. It could be the actor, but not. He reminds me of Captain Boomerang from Suicide Squad.
0: It's it's the way he looks and it's the way he yeah like, he doesn't yeah. have that same mutton chop thing. But yeah, I see what you mean. He, I keep on that thinking that's uh,
1: yeah, that's Jai Courtney. I keep on thinking that's it. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I I was kind of a little bit um, dissatisfied with that, you know, especially near the end when he has that climactic fight with the other guy and he kicks him in the nuts and it doesn't do shit oh, he's like, theon, and he's yeah. like yeah and theon and he gets up don't do it for me do it for yara and like they fucking like, we goes, gotta
0: save yara and that's another thing too it's like well cersei has her so are you gonna break this little temporary truce that they all have now to go save yara it's like why don't you wait a little bit but yeah and no, i feels forced it's just like we don't need that like on one hand i do like i do like more character stuff and i like that things are happening and i do want i I do think that the, sh- the season was rushed and I think more things should have happened. There should have been more episodes, but yeah, I, I agree that it's kind of a waste of time. Yeah. it was. I don't really care about it. And like, honestly, I think we should just kill Theon. It's like, yeah, he's a cuck. He's fucking, well, he was
1: trying to like save this for example. I mean, we finally see him kind of break down in a bit. He approaches John and he goes, look, I, I really fucked up and, and I, I did so many terrible things. And, you know, at least John, said hey look man i know you fucked up i forgive you but you are one of us you know you're stark you as much stark. As, a, as much as a greyjoy and that he, he's like well i got to go save my sister what are you doing around here talking to me it's like it, it's it was kind of just hammy i don't know it was like i don't give a fuck about him you know i don't yeah. give a fuck about him i don't give a fuck if he's alive or dead i don't give a fuck about yara i don't give a fuck about Euron. i don't care about any of that shit
0: Oh, and as far as chemistry goes, there was more uh, chemistry between Yara and Alaria when they almost did that les scene than there was between Jon and Daenerys. <laughs> That's true. Oh, and apparently that whole scene, um, where like Ilario is about to fucking mount Yara and they're about to do it, apparently that whole all that dialogue was improv. Really? It's about to be a foreign invasion. Like, oh, that was great. That oh, was all. Th- that was
1: like seriously them just monologuing.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you know, they were given a situation like, hey, you guys are gonna do this, so you know, improv it. Yeah. And then they improv that whole sequence. And I thought that was really cool. I mean, I and was like I was said, f- it felt natural. It's like you, it, you actually thought to yourself, Oh, these characters, these two actors, these characters look like they actually want to fuck versus like John and Daenerys.
1: Yeah. I mean, the gray joys really give a fuck about it. some of the stuff that happened. Um, you know, with, uh, with Sam was kind of eh, boring to me up in the, uh, the Citadel. I mean, I just was, like, really uh, – not really into that whole entire, like, little story either.
0: Well, he's only at the Citadel for, like, three or four episodes. Yeah,
1: but still, it was just kind of boring-ish. It's like, you know, I'm like, all right, man, well, you know, you don't belong here. You obviously know that. And then he just goes back to fucking Winterfell and he's like, I, I just came to help. It's like, what the fuck are you going to well, do? Well, you know, that's
0: another thing. I feel like the show is, like – I feel like the fans, we obviously want all of our loved heroes to get together. We want we want them to be in one place and to work together. But, yeah, I feel like it's a little forced. You know, it's like, you know, are you really going to put everyone in one room? You're going to bring Sam in there, too? Like, you know, Sam is te- – technically, he broke his vows. Exactly. Because he's a member of the Night's Watch. He's at, he's at Old Town training to be a maester so he can go back to the wall and continue. Well, there's no wall know. anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, I guess – I guess his watch has ended technically because the wall breached, and that's the point of the night's watch. By the way,
1: by the way, I'm not sure if I looked at this right, but was it half of the wall that got destroyed or the entire thing? It was half.
0: It was the east watch part of the wall. Okay, because they didn't look yeah. the whole entire thing. No, no, no. no it wasn't the whole thing. So too they long. just took down. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: too long because I thought like, okay. It's like a
0: few hundred miles or something. Yeah, yeah, there's
1: no way that dragon took down the whole entire thing with that. Um, But yeah, I just it seems like they're stuffing people in there like, why bring him in the fight now? What's he got to fucking do? You know?
0: Well, I guess he has a bunch of books on how to stop the Night King, but it's like yeah, but Bran. already hand. know. Like, Bran has him. visions. Bran can see everything. Bran is like, you can, yeah. Br- Bran can technically just solve any problem ever because he And he was a boring character throughout the entire
1: series, once. if you really think about it. He's what? He was, a, he was like a boring character throughout the entire kind series. Kind
0: of, yeah. He mean like, you know, there was all this buildup that he was going to be the Three-Eyed Raven that he was going to do all this stuff. But you didn't quite know what the Three-Eyed Raven was. And let's talk about Bran for a second. So I think... I think his stuff is cool. I, I really like that. He knows what Yeah, And one thing I liked about season six, a lot is we saw a little bit of the past. We saw the Jon Snow stuff. We saw the stuff that happened in Dorne. We got to see that cool sword fight between, um, the morning, the sword of the morning, what was his name? Um, uh, Sir Arthur Dane. We get to see him fight young Ned Stark. And that was cool. That whole sword fight sequence was cool. Um, and yeah, we get, we, for a split second, we saw the mad King. Yeah. In season six, we, you know, and, but like, They didn't really do a lot with that. He had a lot of, he had, you know, a a good amount of visions in in season six. And obviously the whole, the door, the Hodor thing, you know, that whole twist. But then in this, he didn't have like, he didn't have a vision. Like, I think the closest thing he had to a vision was that we kind of just see him go back to the tower of joy again. And you see, uh, Leanna Stark being like, his name is Aegon Targaryen. Promise me Ned don't tell robot blah 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 but like we already saw that we saw that the only thing that we didn't hear oh we got we also got to see Rhaegar for the first time
1: yeah a lot of people were actually uh when some of my friends saw it they thought it was uh the guy who played Viserys Viserys it wasn't I looked
0: it up I, I know was, I was, was like oh wow that's, that's It neat. looks just like him like, I think that was a the point they want to make him look you know related and I was like oh that's that's clever um, yeah but Rhaegar Targaryen. yeah I mean we
1: actually uh fully got confirmation about that I mean we knew Really but well, you know, it's season...
0: that's one thing I didn't like about season six. Is like, you, you okay, you know that Jon Snow isn't, uh, Edard Stark's kid, but unless you know the theories, which everyone and their mother does, you don't quite know whose kid he is. Besides, it's like okay, he's Leanna's kid, but who's the dad? And like I said, we all know, but it's like why didn't they just confirm it? If everyone and their mother knows R plus L equals J, why don't why didn't in the be at the end of season six she just you know you actually hear her say the words his name is Aegon Targaryen. Don't tell Robert. Like also when I watched that episode the second time, when I did my second run through of the whole series, I turned up my TV super fucking loud and like they, you still can't hear it, but you like, she's basically just like, his name is. And then it's like, ah, you said Aegon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's cool.
1: I heard you saying a somewhere in there.
0: Yeah. But it's like, you know, they just, that's what, that's another thing I didn't like about the last episode is they just show the same vision again, except this time you can hear her What's say Aegon. And I was just like, that's, disappointing he didn't have more visions I wanted to see more stuff with the mad King man I wanted to see maybe some more stuff about the night King maybe you get a little a little not necessarily an origin but you get like a little flashback to the night King maybe like you know taking over you could see a little bit of the long night but like you didn't really get to see any visions you didn't get to see any cool stuff branch is kind of is a creeper now he's a he's a weird like yeah he's hippie. still like he's like an invert dude it's like he's just sits
1: there and, and looks at fires and he and looks yeah. at trees exactly um, but can I get back to something really quick though? Yeah. Something I fucking really I was so disappointed in. It was a brief appearance of Uncle Benjamin and then he was gone. That was it. That was like, oh, take the horse, go. And he's dead.
0: That's what I'm saying. It was just like What the fuck? So what is he fuck? dead now? Is he like dead dead? Or is he if he comes back again, I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> as if a they white, bring back as a Benjen, white or Oh no, it's just like as a regular person. Obviously he's probably gonna be a white walker, but if he comes back as like the half dead, cold hands character again. I'm gonna be like, really? You're gonna bring him back twice? Come on, man. You can't do that. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I do you think about it, though? I mean, all right. Well, that was so- the
0: only way to get John out of the situation because John. Was yeah, of
1: course, him. but they kind of just shoehorned it in. Yeah. It was like, all right, well, uh, why don't we get Uncle Benjamin, Let's get him on a horse, knock off some people. John
0: just- should have gotten on Rhaegal because we all know he's gonna ride one of the dragons. He should have gotten on a dragon and escaped. Maybe, you know, he's like, um, just go, go, but John, we need you on, on, we need you to get on Drogon, just go, and then maybe, like, when, you know, he, it seems like all is lost, he's about to get swarmed, fucking, uh, Rhaegal, the green dragon, comes in and fucking saves his ass, and he jumps on it and flies away, and then maybe the Night King tries to throw a spear, and then he misses this time, and, like, you know, it it just, w- yeah, it would have been a little better, and then that way we get to finally see John ride a dragon, because we all know it's gonna happen, he's gonna ride a fucking dragon eventually,
1: um, well, they only have one more season to do it in, like, what, six yeah. episodes?
0: Uh, I think it's supposed to be the same amount. It's going to be seven. But they're going to be a little six. longer. Yeah, they're going to be each be about, they said, feature length. So that that's like an hour and a half or more.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, We're going to see it. We definitely are. But well, of course. I know. I, it's just, like, the rushed feeling of everything. Uh, The Benjamin thing, I, I fucking don't even know why he was shoehorned in there. They pretty much just threw him in just to get him out, and that was it. It was like, dude. What the fuck? Like, yeah. How did he fucking know that he was there too? Yeah. Was he spying on the entire uh, no, time? No, I
0: mean, like, he probably, you know, since Benjen is like technically undead himself, he probably can sense where the White Walkers are, since yeah. he's kind of like half a one. So he probably kind of, you know, seeing dragons fly in from the sky, he's probably like, "Ooh, there's something going on. I'm gonna go check it out." <laughs> it's gonna happen and right over fucking, there. I know yeah, And he rode in the direction that the dragons flew, and then he probably just found him. Yeah. He saw a person who needed help, and so he he saved John. But uh. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. You know, it's like, I either bring him back or kill him off. Don't just keep like throwing him in there. Like he appears apparently throughout the books a few times, but you don't know that it's Benjen. You just know he's a character named cold hands. And we still don't know for sure if that character in the book is Benjen. I mean, I assume he is. If they're going to make him Benjen in the show, they're going to make him Benjen in the books, but no one entirely knows for sure. But I think it goes without saying, uh, you know, getting back to Amelia Clark's chemistry, I think, it has to do with the fact that she's a bad actress.
1: Yeah, honestly, I mean, I know you like her.
0: Well, like, I mean, I think she's one of the hottest women in the world. But you know, she's an
1: she's an amazing, attractive woman. But the thing is, is that she can't act out of a paper bag. And I mean, when I saw Trans, uh, not Transformers, uh, Terminator.
0: Oh God, don't even. no Terminator Genesis. No yeah i remember when i saw don't that say movie, it i remember when i saw that movie i was just like i want to see her tits and like i remember it was like me and one of my old co-workers from but you've movie seen movie them
1: already you've already seen No, them. i know
0: but i'm like all i want to see is her and jai courtney fuck and you know because I, I fucking had a huge crush on her a couple of years ago so i'm like it's like me and like three friends you still don't right her. now i don't know if she's hot but i'm not as obsessed as yeah movie. yeah, yeah i think that's like my first real celebrity crush where i'm like oh my god if i ever saw her i would like lose it um but no, like, I remember watching the movie, and I was just like, this movie sucks. She sucks. Can she just get naked already? And then they're like, hey, we're going to teleport. We need to take her clothes off. And I was like, yeah! And then you don't see anything. But, um, yeah, you know, I just think that I noticed she doesn't really play off of anyone really that well. And I think that's because a lot of her acting, is just deadpan. And at first, you know, I thought her being very, like, prude and stoic and whatnot, I thought that was, like, a character choice. But I'm like, I think yeah. she just doesn't really know how to bring life to the character. I thought she was fine in the first season, but I thought – back then it was like oh it makes sense that she's so quiet and stoic because she's innocent she's scared she doesn't really know what to do she just got sold to a fucking warlord like you know but then it's like she's like that all she really does is i gotta say her pronunciation for all of these languages is really neat but like the rest of it's just kind of like yeah she she doesn't really bring life to her character she's very two-dimensional like i am the stoic a dragon queen and i'm ferocious fear me even though i'm really pretty and short
1: well, I think her reputation finally just caught up with her.
0: I think fucking Lena Headey is a way better scary. Oh, actor. yeah. Like, she plays, dude, Lena Headey as Cersei is fucking, she, unless she's already won one, she needs to win a fucking award for that. Because she, she. I hate, every time I see Cersei on screen, I'm like, I want to punch her in the fucking face. And that's because Lena Headey is a fucking great actress and she's yeah. convincing me that she's a shitty fucking person. And I'm like, this is great, but I don't get anything from fucking Amelia Clark's character from Daenerys. You know, I get nothing. And like the you, you want to know something? The only person I felt she had chemistry with was Jorah. Really? Every time I see them on screen together, I'm like, you know, I feel that there's a lot of chemistry here. And I think that has to do with Jorah playing up the whole I love you, Daenerys. You know, I, I think that's well. Yeah, that's because he died him. for her, he'd do anything. But for it's her. like, she she has that face of longing when she sees him. Like, she looks at him like as if you know she's like, "Oh my God, my love, I miss you." But when she's looking at Jon, I'm not really feeling it. You know? No, I mean it's like think about it like this:
1: they just met, and all of a sudden they're they're in a relationship, and we know what the consequences of that are going to be. Um, but yeah, I mean Lena Headey is a really menacing villain i mean to me we're, we're talking about uh defenders oh, yeah she, she threatened to we're talking about Jane defenders was. last episode i I'm just imagine if she was took sigourney weaver's place
0: oh she'd be great Did you see her as uh as mama in fucking uh, uh judge Dredd? Judd, yeah Dredd. Dude, oh yeah that was great
1: yeah she is and uh, she was also good in 300
0: too she's great in everything because she knows how to act
1: yeah so um there were scenes though when she was actually saying okay she, f- she had the, her talk with uh, Tyrion, which I thought was an am- amazing scene. A
0: very emotional yeah it was it was nice to see them talk. There was a lot of uh, unfinished business that had to be addressed.
1: Yeah, I mean I liked that scene. that was one of the main things about that episode that was just that was just great. I mean the whole episode was good, but still um, the thing was is that I knew that she was gonna still backstab because she's like, I'm not gonna send my armies here. I'm gonna send them with you over to the you know to fight the army. And then obviously like you know Jamie's getting ready to go. And he's like, where are you going? I'm getting ready to head up north. No, you're not. Like, you know, I'm not doing that. I'm he's double like, crossing
0: them. Yeah, I just, I just kind of told them. what I want to wait here. for them
1: to all go, and then I'll take their, their fucking land and shit. And he's like, well, if the dead win, they're coming to for us. If uh, they win, someone's gonna come for us. Whoever wins. And she doesn't seem to get it. She doesn't seem to understand it. And she almost was gonna kill her brother. And I think she kind of threatened to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. She threatened to kill him a couple of times. And finally he's like, I don't believe you. And then walked off and you knew it wasn't going to happen. I thought people knew, I thought they thought that she was going to kill him because that
0: would have been pretty awesome. If she did, I think if something like that does happen, it's going to be, the stakes are going to be higher. There's going to be another heightened situation where that's going to be a little more applicable. That scene was a little too calm for them to like, for one of them to kill each other. But, um, well, no, I mean, it was basically her just saying no one
1: walks away from me. You know, I'm, you can't disobey your queen. I mean, it's weird. And he's like, "Watch me, <laughs> watch me. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna swear like my oath to these people who I said I'm gonna go out there and fight. And they need to because they all need to go out and fight these fucking walkers. Then they can go back to fucking hating each other and all that kind of stuff. But it's well, all that's about nothing that
0: kind of pissed me off. It's like now Jamie's gonna head north and we're gonna, like I said, once again, all of our heroes. We got to put them in one spot. And I don't. Look, I don't want Jamie to die, although I think he is going to die. I I've actually warmed up die. to his
1: character since no, the first of season. Of
0: course, all of us have. But it's like, I think it's a little inappropriate that he's going to be going to the north now to go hang out with Jon. I think it'd be much better if he stayed there. You know, one of my theories was that he was going to kill Cersei. And what is it? In the prophecy that that um, crazy witch told her, she's like, oh, yeah, you're going to get killed by your little brother. She's older than Jamie by a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like I think that's gonna be the twist. Jamie's gonna kill her. Like maybe she's gonna be like Daenerys and Jon. They're gonna- Wait, were they twins? Were they important? Yeah, at the they're same twins. Time? Okay, yeah. so maybe Daenerys and Jon, after maybe after the defeat of the White Walkers, are gonna come to King's Land. They're like, hey, we're gonna take it. And then uh, Cersei's gonna do kind of what the Mad King did, where she's like, I have I have wildfire stashes all over the city. I'm gonna bomb the fucking city. You're not gonna have a city to take because I'm gonna destroy everything, burn them all. And then like uh, history is gonna repeat itself. You know, Jamie's gonna kill the Mad Queen. Mm-hmm. And then maybe at that point, the mountain's going to be there, and then the mountain's going to kill him for what he did, and so they're going to die together. Like, one of the things that Cersei says when you find out the big reveal that they uh, – that, or rather, when Ned finds out that they were fucking and that Joffrey's her kid, she's like, we came into this world together, we belong together. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if she said we're going to die together, but it's implied. It's like, yeah, they belong together. Well, he but pretty they're much they're said, gonna, they're it's it just till me the end. and you now. That's, yeah. it. That's it. And so it's like, you know, I, I think that – and this also ties into the theory – that Jamie is Azora High coming in. Hmm. There's gonna be a theory that he's gonna strangle her with his golden hand and then his hand's gonna burst in flames and it's gonna be Lightbringer. And then whatever sword he touches is gonna to be the sword and there's a theory. I'll we'll watch okay. it after this. I'm gonna put it in the description. Like I said, I don't wanna get into theories, we'll be here all night, but um, it's a really sick theory and I really actually hope it's true that he's actually the prince come again or whatever, not the the prince that was promised, and that it's not John or Daenerys or anything. But um, because uh when Azura High made his sword when he made his final attempt he stabbed his wife with the sword he had to make an ultimate oh, sacrifice to to bring to life lightbringer yeah i didn't know anything about that yeah that no in it's books? Uh, yeah it's it's in, they talk about it more in the books than they do in the show but um yeah you know High was basically kind of like a warrior jesus type character um but uh yeah you know i just think that getting back to what i was saying about the acting is just the, i think that if you know amelia clark if she was directed a little better if she was if she brought a little more life to her character i think more chemistry would come naturally between her and uh kit harrington but you can't kick her out now she's been in it since the beginning so you can't get a new actress now so whatever um but uh yeah i mean or well, let's go for that's one of the many complaints man i mean the, i got a few more but like you know what do you what else you got what else do really you don't know, like?
1: because you see like i said i really liked the season even though like it went by really quick like scenes happened really fast but i think the one thing like that i mean besides the year on gray shit which i told you i fucking can't stand the fact that they shoehorned some characters in there and they died off right off the bat um it just seems like it's an easier way of getting people to like go oh that makes more sense like oh this is happening right now it's like it's, it's it's like for people who just didn't want to sit and wait anymore They're like yeah this is happening now next thing this is happening now oh we're gonna find out this- i feel like this
0: season has a lot of fan service too because like i said everything's happening really fast we're also seeing characters finally get together and like you know there's a little too much payoff um
1: even though i did like the scene between uh the mountain and the hound with, when they had that little scene he's like you're uglier than me what do they fucking do to you and now he's just like you know how I'm this gonna, is gonna be your ending. He he's saying. like you know how this is gonna end, cause you know he fucking hates him. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna
0: kill you one of these days, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, and dude, you know I I love the Hound a lot because um you know we've when we first meet the Hound we think he's just as bad as his brother. He's just a monstrous fucking douchebag, but he's not. He he tries to play up the whole I'm an asshole thing, but he's a teddy bear to a degree. He has done some pretty shitty things. That fucking dude. I rewatched the first episode of this season and. You know, we see him and Thoros and Beric and Darien, they all go to this old house. And I think I was talking to uh, my friend about this, and I think that was the house that he was at with Arya, where one time they, they, they go to this guy's house and he has a daughter and like he's like, here, sup with us. And then at the end, um, the hound knocks him out and takes his money. Mm-hmm. And I think because he did that, that guy and his daughter starved. And so they go back to that house later when they're heading yeah, north. Yeah, I remember that. And that's exactly. why he felt so bad about it. Because he's just like, I killed these people. I'm the one who that's killed these people. That's why I want to bury the bodies and all that. Yeah, and th- that was so heartbreaking. He's like, There's no such thing as blind or as divine justice, you cunt. If there was, you'd be dead. And that girl would be uh, alive. And it's like Cunt can... is
1: a major word that's used in this season. Too. Oh yeah.
0: Well yeah, they fucking every, even fucking uh what's her name? Cersei says cunt. Um well yeah, in England cunts more of like calling someone like a dick or an asshole it's not like it is here where you call someone a cunt it's like <gasps> you called me the c word but like yeah it's a little more uh broadly used and uh i guess it's a little more more of a regular swear word in uh, in the uk
1: i wanted to really talk about uh, episode seven the last episode of the season for yeah. the uh dragon on the wall oh the dragon and the wolf dragon the wolf sorry not dragon wall um so when I was watching this uh, with my friend, we were, we were taking a the scene where, like, you know, the hound walks up with the, you know, the white walker, the white in the chest, and he dumps it, and then he opens the lid, and he looks at him like, she's like, that thing better not be fucking dead or disintegrated or shit. I thought it was, shit. because
0: in the book, something like that happened.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, is that I just thought, like, could these things survive in the sun? What's going on? And I thought he was just looking at it like, you know, something's wrong. I and think then, that was
0: the point. It was supposed to be a jump scare. Yeah, and then yeah. just kicks it over, and then just yeah. jumps out. I but thought that it, was, yeah.
1: I thought that was really cool. Well, I mean, in the
0: first book, um, when they killed that first white, and this is in season one, uh, one of their they bring back one of their Nights Watchmen, and then he comes back to life as a White Walker. They cut his hand off. Um, Alice or Thorne actually took the hand and went to King's Landing, and his plan, because the hand wasn't rotting initially. It just was just it was just uh in suspended in animation. Really? And so, yeah. And huh. so he's like, I'm going to take it to King's Landing and show them that we need more men to guard them from the White Walkers. But by the time he got it to Joffrey, it was a skeleton. It was it was just uh, bones, skin bones. It wasn't uh, an actual, like, black hand anymore. Yeah. And so uh, I thought something like that was going to happen. It's like, oh, maybe if you take the Walkers too far from their king or too far from the north, they rot. They actually die or their body parts die. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that he wasn't, that he was, that it wasn't dead like dead dead I'm glad it was still a walker because I would have been a little disappointed
1: I think the the last thing I really want to talk about with season seven is uh you know episode six beyond the wall um I love that episode regardless of how quick paced it is um I do like the fucking uh the white walker bear
0: (laughs) oh the big fucking polar bear yeah, yeah whatever
1: yeah because that was like holy shit you know like so the obviously he's sending out like he's sending out like um, seekers or someone that's why you notice that there was a few of them that were kind of far away from the other armies yeah and apparently they have good communication because they want to just start screaming and all of a sudden you notice that they all heard it which was crazy I mean that was just dope it, everything about it was just like it was so the whole scene it was. I thought it was really funny to Hound like he's fucking with them, he's throwing rocks and shit and then he actually won slides in the, the fucking um the ice and he looks the corpse looks down and looks back up he goes oh fuck and then they're all charged. i like when he threw
0: a rock at him and he knocked the, the fucking walker's jaw off I'm like that was funny and like i said humor there's humor in it yeah there's and it, and it's oh it was that was no, and they're was all a getting they're all
1: getting their battle positions you know the guy has this flaming fucking and then Jedi you know, he, sword.
0: He, he, he lights his lightsaber yeah yeah that you know.
1: was really cool and then i just remember because he was using uh Kendry's uh mallet hammer thing yeah as a weapon and there's a scene that it's really quick, though, because they're approaching him. He's just like, fuck it. <laughs> he just starts like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. Just beating the shit out of them. But yeah, no, I I saw the dragons coming and all that stuff. And, and you know, I just... But actually, it did make a point, though, that if you kill them, the Night's King, they're all dead. So that is the weakness. Yeah. So if you kill him... Well, you know what,
0: you know what would have been sick if this happened? Um, And this would have been another little, uh, I guess, uh, this would have made you, uh, I guess clench in your seat a little more as if um <clears throat> maybe like Jon Snow walks like he like he, he calls him out he calls out the Night King he's like I want to fight you we should fight right now
1: because it looked like that because they were all surrounded yeah. like it was a ring
0: and then B- Beric said they will all die if you kill him and I thought at that point Jon was gonna go I'll challenge you to single combat or something <laughs> I would have been like let's fucking do it and then maybe the Night King and him start fighting. And then he almost kills John. Maybe he got he has John on his back, and then you hear the and the dragons come in, and the rest of the scene happens. But um, well, do you think if he dies, the entire army will die? Yeah, because he turned all of them. because okay. they they set that up. There was that one walker who had like you know 6 or 7 of his own little I know but he
1: died but I'm saying so did he turn those ones into well, whites? yeah
0: I think the I think the safe bet is that that walker you see cuz remember in season 6 you see a you see one of the first men tied to a tree and then he turns into a white walker when they stab him with the dragon glass I think that that's supposed to be the night king um, everyone on the internet and I guess even the uh, the show creators are like oh yeah no that's the night king Watch, that's You see the Night King get created right there. And so, yeah, I think that, you know, if you kill the Night King, then all of them are going to die. So, like I said, I think there's going to be a showdown because fire can't kill them. You can't because, uh, you know, we've seen him cr- cross through fire and the fire burns out when he walks through it. Fire can't kill him. And he knows how to kill a dragon. And uh, I, he probably knows how to fight really well. So I think that there's going to be a showdown between him and probably Jon. And Jon's going to John's gonna kill him because the Valyrian steel swords will uh stand up against the uh White Walkers, the so other use Longclaw claw uh, Yeah, he's gonna use Long Claw to, to fight him. And that was another thing, you know, I thought in season five when when he found out that the Valyrian steel sword was able to take on the magic ice swords, that maybe they were gonna go back to Valyria and mine the steel. And that was gonna be like a Yeah that the was big the thing that like, he
1: mentioned when over at, in Dragon's Pit, he's like you can destroy them with dragon glass or, or,
0: or fire. fire. But he didn't mention anything about Valyrian steel. He should have been like, oh yeah, Valerian steel also helps too. You can defend yourself and your steel get all the Valerian
1: steel you can muster. Bring it back to us, and we can mold it well, into that's, weapons. Well, that's the
0: big thing. And you know, like I, this show has a theme of setting things back the way they were. For instance, we're the Targaryens are coming back, right? We're getting we're getting the three heads to the dragon. Although one of the dragons did die. Well, Viserion's dead, but you yeah, know, yeah. Um, he's sort of dead. Who knows? He's Maybe he'll undead. Yeah, he's undead. Um. But like, you know, I feel like everything is going back to the way it was. Now, this, you know, the Stark, Scott, Winterfell back. You know, they're going to end up being the kings in the north again, the winter kings, you know, or the kings of winter is what they're called in the books. Um, we're, like I said, we're seeing everything kind of reset to what it was in the old days. So I thought to myself, OK, so Valyrian steel can take on White Walker weapons. So they're going to go back to Valyria and they're going to bring Valyria back to the way it was because Valyria was basically like the Roman Empire back in the old days. And then the doom of Valyria happened, which was basically like a volcano, like a, the, the, the floor, the ground burst into flames, volcano shit shot up and destroyed the entire city or the country, whatever. But um, yeah, you know, like I thought like, oh, they're going to go to Valyria. They're going to mine the steel because Valyrian steel is really, really rare. There's only like a handful of swords left. And there's only like a handful of smiths who can actually um, bend the steel because the steel in the books is magical. It's like magical steel. Yeah. You know, there's spells and shit woven into it. Um, so I'm like, oh, maybe Gendry's going to learn how, and that's why Gendry's coming back. He's also going to, we're bringing back the Baratheons and he's going to probably get Storm's end, but we're also, he's going to maybe start forging the, uh, Valyrian steel weapons. And then he's going to teach others. And, you know, like I said, we're going to set things back to the way it was sort of, but they didn't do that. And I was a little disappointed. One thing I wanted to bring up, and this would have been a kind of cool character arc for Daenerys. So one thing that uh Lord Varys and Tyrion keep teasing at is like you know she's behaving a lot like her dad you know she's she's burning people you know even though she doesn't have to she's being a little more uh she's not being as merciful as she should you know she's kind of behaving a little like the mad king she's not crazy we, we know that she's not crazy and Varys even says she'll never be like her dad she's not like that but what I think should have happened is when that big meeting happened a dragon pit yeah she shouldn't have sat down she should have been like all my enemies are in this spot i'm not going to sit here and parlay i'm going to kill them all right now and then take the throne and maybe she like rides down and then they're like oh she's going to come down from a dragon and then john's like she's not coming down from the dragon and then she says something like move aside i'm going to end this once and for all and then she maybe tries to kill them. And then Jon's like, you can't do this. We have to work together. And then she's like, if I kill them now, this is over. And we can focus on this one war instead of the two. And then maybe she tries to kill, um, Cersei and then something goes wrong. And then you kind of see that Daenerys is, she is a lot like her dad. She's more, she, she's more hot-headed, She's more, uh, um, vengeful and, and, um, and bloodthirsty than people think she is. But instead she comes down on a dragon and then just kind of sits down and then, Talks to everyone. Because, yeah, she look,
1: didn't have that grand uh, entrance. You and know, the, the reason I say this, that. it
0: would have made us kind of start turning on Daenerys because, look, I, me and fans, we all think that Daenerys is going to probably die and Jon's going to end up being the one on the Iron Throne. That's the big, big theory, is that we don't know exactly situationally how it's all going to happen, but the big thing is Daenerys is probably going to die because she's not going to want to give up the throne because, like I said, we just learned that Jon is the heir of the Iron Throne. He's not a Stark. He's a Targaryen. He to a degree you can say well he's he's like he's the song of ice and fire yeah john's the song of ice and fire which is what i thought that actually meant once we r plus l equals j was confirmed but um yeah you know i would have said okay Daenerys is gonna die so maybe instead of breaking our hearts like they're probably just gonna do maybe they get the audience to hate Daenerys through her actions and then she dies and then we're kind of happy about it and then when john takes the throne we don't feel as bad but they didn't do that and i was disappointed i was like you know I think any logical person would have done that. It's like, hey, all my enemies are here. Fuck this. I'm going to kill them all with the dragons right now. And, and but, but she didn't do that. And so, I mean, I get it. It would have been kind of like a a shitty send-off to Cersei. You know, we kind of want to see Cersei die differently. Yeah, we we want to see, see it all end differently.
1: More, like violently or something. Yeah, like but
0: that. I mean, realistically, if I was if I had three dragons and I was coming for a parlay, I would just be like, no.
1: Do you think that Arya is going to actually be the one killing Cersei besides, if it wasn't
0: Jaime... You know, there was a theory that Jeannie's going to die and Arya's going to take his face, and then she's going to go down there and then kill him, and then that prophecy is going to be sort of fulfilled that her younger brother kills her, but then at the end, she's going to peel her face back, and then bam, it's fucking, uh, it's fucking Arya or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. That'd be kind of interesting if it did happen, though. I mean, just as, you, a, um, as a twist. So you like this season, though?
1: Yeah, I, I enjoyed the season more than season six. God, I can would tell you, you that. I would recommend it now. to. Uh, Fuck yeah. Okay, good. Because yeah, the only so thing is, is that, regardless of it moving fast and things kind of not matching up right, it was very entertaining. It was amazing seeing these characters get together finally. It was amazing to see another White Walker fight. It was just fucking amazing that's that's the word i'm gonna say amazing the entire time because it was and there's
0: other things we can nitpick at but we won't go into it because in the end this was a pretty good season and like i said it was better than the last one it had its flaws but it was a much better season than the last one and i look forward to season eight
1: season eight so that comes out next year yeah there's a theory there's
0: a there's rumors that it's not coming out to 2019 but um imdb says episode one is going to air in 2018 okay that's good um so you actually, want to talk about theories for a second. Actually, I was about to mention. We won't that, go yeah. too much into them, but like, let's kind the of. The only theories
1: all of them. I would have to say, and I don't really have a, a list here at all, is the one theory that I've been keeping on reading about online is about the uh, the Night King, who he is, and there is a lot of people uh, people speculating that it is Bran, mm-hmm. Bran Stark. Yeah, I've heard that one. Uh, for reasons for because Brandon has abilities to obviously time travel or go back and see things in the past. And, uh, he and to had, warg
0: to people. And warg know? into
1: people. And he was probably responsible for building the wall.
0: Oh, yeah. They think that he time traveled into Bran the Builder's brain.
1: Yeah. To build you know? the wall. Yeah. He was also trying to stop the children of the, the forest. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Because uh, they were the ones that created the Night's King. Uh, something along the lines of trying to stop that from happening. Yeah, he goes but he warps in through the guy's he, body yeah. and then it was too late. He was stuck because he went by because the uh the old Threat Raven said if you go way back well, you'll get stuck. he said if you st- spend too much time you'll get stuck. in the
0: past, you will get lost in the past. Yeah. No, yeah, you know, I, I heard this. Theory... you look at the face too. The face kind of looks like brands. Eh, a little sort bit. Sort of. A little bit. Yeah. Um it's funny, the do you remember Batman Begins? Obviously. <laughs> remember Joe Chill? Yeah. The guy who killed uh that's that actor is the Night King. Really, the guy who killed Bruce's parents. Yeah, I didn't know that's, that. That's that I forgot his name, but did you uh, yeah. notice
1: though that his face looks like more like shit? Like now, like this season, like okay, uh, uh, shit in terms of its
0: quality or like he yeah, because weirder. you
1: remember like okay, we were talking about uh, the first fight that they had, they all had together. Uh, what was the episode called? Hard home. Hard home. Oh, his face looked more detailed. It looked more like I don't know. It just looked more
0: like real, and in this one, it looked a little fakeish. You know it's funny because I I heard in seasons five um, and I think maybe six that was more CGI. Where in this it's more makeup fused with CGI. Like it the just eyes, doesn't look as good. the White Walker eyes are fake. He's not actually wearing glowing contacts. But um, yeah, I, I've heard that actually he's wearing makeup in this one. I just didn't. And I even look saw a quick clip of them putting the makeup on. Yeah, but it just didn't look so good. But maybe uh, it was like it was kind of like out of focus. I noticed, and like I said, the CGI was kind of you know. Was that him tied to the spectrum. tree too? No, that wasn't the same actor. That was no. A different no, that actor. was a different actor. Yeah, yeah. Um You know, that would be cool. That'd be a cool twist. That Someone told was me, "Oh, why scene? is he why is he letting John live?" I'm like, "Because he can't. John." Yeah, that was the thing. Because we can't kill John. That's why. It's like, you know, why does any villain in any movie or any TV show let the main protagonist live? Because if we kill him, then the story is over. You know, I I think if Brand knew who John was, he wouldn't be doing all this shit in the first place. He'd probably be like, Hey, John, I know I'm a zombie, but it's me Bran. I got a bunch of exposition. I want to deliver to you and tell you what the fuck's going on. He wouldn't be sitting. There's there. a
1: reason why I want people dead.
0: Yeah. No, it's like, I don't believe at all that he's the night King. I don't buy it for a second. And people were like, Oh, but, but the time travel has been getting set up. Oh, the whole Hodor, Hodor thing. I'm like, that was one situation. And, what is it? There's a theory that the um the hodor, like hold the door, hold the door is a setup to the mad king saying, Burn them all, burn them all, burn them all because apparently they think that maybe Bran's gonna travel back in time again and he's gonna be looking at King Eris the second and then in the background people are gonna be saying, Burn them all, burn the White Walkers and then same thing's gonna happen. Aeris is gonna fucking fall down and say, Burn them all, burn them all but there's there's too much stuff in the books that actually tell the story that Eris slowly lost his mind and Eris was still able to have conversations and talk to people but he he was burning everyone now it's it's all bullshit it's all bullshit none of those theories are true because they haven't set it up enough there hasn't there's not enough evidence to support it and it's too contradictory mm-hmm. you know um, I know I mean there might be theories. theories that there might be theories that he is Bran the Builder but I think what is it They talk about this in in the book, in the the World of Ice and Fire book, that the the White Walkers came to be, and that right before the big long night, before the big, the first battle between the White Walkers and the first men, before that happened, they built the wall to keep them out. Because like, okay, they're really hard to defeat, We we gotta stop them from getting through somehow. How are we gonna do it? Oh, let's make a magical wall out of ice. Okay, it'll keep them from getting past the wall. And then once they built the wall, they finished the battle. They finished the long night, they wiped out the White Walkers, so they thought, and then it was over. I don't think it's like, I'm going to go back way back in time and try to fix everything. Although you could say that maybe the Night King wins at the end of season eight. So you're
1: saying the White Walkers are just going to win, period.
0: Maybe he wins and then Bran tries to go back in time and build the wall and keep from happening. Because one of the things that that the original Three-Eyed Raven says is um, the ink is dry. You can't change anything in the past or in the future. It's done. History has been written. It's all done. Everything that is happening now has been preordained. Everything that's going to happen will happen. You can't keep any of it from happening. So you could say that. There's 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 evidence to support that there is going to be some sort of time travel into the past where, you know, no matter how hard Bran tries, he won't be able to correct the future because history has already been written. And his actions are basically just going to cause history to just do its thing. Um... I don't think he's the Night King. I think maybe he might be Bran the Builder. Maybe. I don't think he's the Night King. Um, there, there's Like I said, there is no evidence to support that particular theory at all.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, just speculation. I mean, the other speculation that I...
0: It's a fun theory, and it would yeah, be yeah, a cool yeah. twist if they set it up correctly. I'd be crazy like that, but still, it. that'd
1: be too uh, predictable, you know, because yeah. everyone's kind of come up with the idea. The other one that i um, not necessarily predicting, but this is also rumor, is that Tyrion is also a Targaryen.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's been in the talks for a while. Um I was hoping they were going to bring that up in this season but they didn't. But there's a theory that um well okay, so Daenerys and Jon are going to go back to the north. They're going to Winterfell. So Tyrion's obviously going with him. There's a theory that this is this is not a widely spread theory. My yeah, girlfriend yeah. and I were talking about this. She's like, "What if Bran's just going to kind of tell him? She's going to say, John, you're a Targaryen, blah 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 blah." And then she's going to look at Tyrion. "Oh, and you you are too." And Tyrion's going to go, "What?" "Oh yeah, um Ares fucked uh Joanna Lannister cuz um First of all, there's a bunch of stuff um, referenced to Eris going into Joanna Lannister's bedchambers and trying to do shit. They never confirm that he fucks her, but throughout the stories, um, you know, there's all these stories in the books where it's like, oh, yeah, Eris had his eye on uh, Tywin's wife. And, you know, there was a couple moments where he actually tried to bed her, but it didn't work. So maybe Tyrion's like a rape baby or something. I mean, they're
1: saying things like, okay, so, you know, because he was kind of chill with the dragons when they were smaller. Yeah
0: um also oh when they were chained up yeah he was able to set them free yeah so far we've seen the only ones who were able to survive and actually touch the dragons have been uh Tyrion when he set them free and john when he pet him exactly that's yeah. a, that's a theory people
1: <clears throat> come up also the fact that tywin hated Tyrion.
0: He and he did say you're no I son can... of mine well he said that but he's like i can never prove you're my son yeah he said that and i think season two um he had a
1: really he had a or he, no he
0: said i can never prove that you aren't my son excuse me
1: he just had a huge disdain disdain for him
0: yeah you know well I mean? it's like it's obvious why because you know i know i know but that, yeah. there's like people can read into him and go
1: oh it probably means that that's not because his son. He, yeah
0: because he knows he's like i think you're a rape baby well because you know check this out in in the book uh Tyrion looks different he has one green eye but he has a black eye. and the Tiger, targaryens were known for having dark eyes or purple dark violet eyes so i mean it's kind of weird though, that
1: he's probably like half and half
0: like yeah but they've addressed the best of both worlds they've addressed more they've addressed more of the r plus l equals j thing than they have the tyrian being a targaryen thing but like i said they might bring it up as like kind of like an anticlimactic reveal to kind of add some humor to it oh you're a targaryen too oh yeah anyways and then it's kind of like let's move on because we don't need to get into it they're like, like i said when they reveal it it might be kind of funny but uh yeah i've heard about that um I actually was behind that for the longest time, but now since they haven't been setting it up, I'm not so much. But they might in the next season. Um, I did. I also mentioned that, that there's the theory that um, Jamie Lannister is Azor High, come again, um, which is is like, that is it, are these yours theories? No, that's the internet theory that uh, he's okay. Yeah, no, that's not my. I like I said, the only theory I had was that when they bring it up that Ty- Tyrion's a Targaryen, th- they're going to bring it up really quick and just kind of like a throwaway line but yeah, yeah. no the the uh, another internet theory is that yeah jamie is a high um what is it and one of the things they talked about when they were talking about it is they in season three i think you see Jojen and he's like when the end comes you'll know and then brand's like how will you know and you see Jojen having a vision and his hands on fire and he's like You'll know. It's like, that's cool. Maybe that's like Jamie's hand is gonna burst into flames and like you know ah it's it's like I said I'm gonna I'm gonna post the theory. We'll watch it later. You're gonna like it. It's really cool.
1: Do you actually really quickly want me to read you some of the theories that uh, fans have posted online of what they think is gonna happen besides the ones that we just discussed? Sure. Yeah. Um, Tyrion made a deal with Cersei and will betray Daenerys. That's another theory. Uh, One here is that Arya. Will become Littlefinger. That's another theory. Oh
0: yeah. Oh fucking yeah. That's that sounds believable. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: obviously Brand is the Night's King, and he built the wall, blah, blah, yada. Uh, let's see. Um, Jamie, what you said will kill Cersei. Yeah. That's, that was that's a. That's
0: most likely going to happen. Yeah.
1: And John or Daenerys is a prince or princess who was promised. Yeah, Azor Ahai. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, maybe. And here's one that's really weird. What if Sam is the one telling this whole story? Uh, but there's no one really narrating it so yeah there's
0: no narration it's like you know no I, I don't think that's true oh what is it someone there was a kit harrington talked about this in an interview that maybe this entire story is a house dog having a dream like okay ghost are is are you having fucking a dream. kidding me? ghost is having a dream that he is a direwolf and all these things are taking place but then when ghost wakes up he's a small dog in a in in modern day house england <laughs> and it's a dog having a fucking God. dream it's not It's not. I know but that but, wouldn't that piss
1: so many yeah. people off
0: oh and that's another thing where the fuck was fucking Ghost you saw him once that yeah. was it well no it. you don't see him in the season at all that was Nymeria. That oh, was Nymeria yeah, that's yeah. right Yeah. yeah. but uh, I, I, I thought to myself did he die in the last season because you also don't see after John comes back to life you don't see Ghost for the rest of season 6 but apparently they had actually shot scenes with Ghost and John but the scenes didn't fit or whatever or like the pacing was off so they cut the scene so we know Ghost is alive but I was really upset I was like like the direwolves are supposed to be more companions versus just like, oh, this is my dog. You know, um, that's my pooch. Well, yeah, the the the, the direwolves are supposed to be kind of what the dragons are to Daenerys. Like they're like they're they're companions. They're like, uh, the direwolves are supposed to be kind of like the spirit animals of their owner. You know, um, one of the things that uh, Catelyn Stark says in the books is she t- she tells uh, Rob, she's like, keep gray Greywind close. He's more than just a pet. He is the other part of you. And so, yeah, every time Rob had court, or every time he went anywhere, Grey Wind was right by his side. Grey Wind also fought in all the battles with him. So I'm like to myself, like, why isn't uh, fucking Ghost with John at all times? Yeah, it was kind of really yeah. uh,
1: surprising that he wasn't even at all in the season, like you said. I mean, just because, like, how close they are. Yeah. You know, it's like a dog and its master. It's like, where the fuck did yeah. he go?
0: There's this really cute sequence, real quick, and um, I think it's the first book. It's after G.R. Mormont gives him long claw and he's like you know oh i i had the hilts carved in the you know in the in the image of your dog because you know you're, yeah, yeah. you're a stark and you're the white wolf blah, blah blah and then he he has the sword and he goes look ghost it's you Ghost sniffs it and licks it oh like, my god oh, it's really fucking cute but uh anyways that's childish it's, it's really cute i hugged my dog after i read that i was like oh, oh wow. a
1: doggy. <laughs> i bet you cried too
0: uh just a little bit i cried inside um, tears of he- joy
1: so, yeah, just, uh, I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about Season
0: 7 or anything about
1: predictions? or? How? Well,
0: like I said, you know, there's a million theories. We won't go into all of them. We, you know, we'll, we just mentioned the ones that we already did. But I know, think
1: those are the most major ones yeah, that everyone's talking about. because there's a about.
0: bunch of stupid ones, which we won't get into, but, yeah.
1: You know, so, I mean, it's just like when the next season happens, which is the last one, then we're all going to get our fucking questions answered, you know? It's, I
0: want my books. I want my fucking books because, like I said, things felt too rushed. I feel like whatever we watch these the, the last season that we're going to watch might feel just as rushed if not more who knows so in that case i want the books and i uh, i'm not gonna call it on fucking george r. r martin here i don't want you to rush them because they'll suck but it's like just just i want the books i'm just saying that's what i want i want the fucking books i want to read the goddamn rest of the books so. it's kind of weird
1: though because like the show's ending but then the books are still happening so those, yeah those, dude fucking that's what weird is at me. this
0: rate man fucking book seven isn't gonna come out probably for like the next five or six years if he's still alive, <laughs> you know, did you see that interview? We said he's like, "I say fuck you to those people who think I'm gonna die." I wow. loved it because, like, what is it? There was like this huge rumor going around the internet that he was in bad health, and he's like, "No, I'm not. Fuck you. Call me fat, motherfucker." I thought that was funny. That was really funny. But, uh, so yeah, no, I mean,
1: season seven to me was great. Rushed a bit. Some things kind of pissed me off, but better than season six. I think we're finally getting to the end. I'm fucking pumped. I'm stoked. Let's fucking see this war with the fucking White Walkers. Let's yeah. see John versus Night King. Let's Reg- see.
0: Regardless of how they do it, the next season is going to be fucking tits on.
1: Yeah, and let's see uh, the reaction from Daenerys and John when they actually find out they're related. Yeah, I know, right? Because, hey, that's your aunt. But incest doesn't ah, matter. Ah, who cares? She's incest fucking, just fucking she's happens. She's got a golden pussy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, uh, closing up for me, um, Game of Thrones, I fucking love it. Uh, we'll talk more about it. I'm sure the more episodes that we actually uh, are going to be coming out with, because these things just keep on happening. You know, Game mm. of Thrones is not going to die, even though the next season's the last one. It's going to live in everyone's hearts forever. It's it's like Star Wars to a lot of people too. It's like, and I'm I'm I bet you hundred bucks, man. Even though if you have the hundred bucks to give me your poor shit, um, that I, it's,
0: it's my it's my my prostitute money. <laughs> I got to go sell my ass some more in Santa Rosa. Regardless
1: of uh, Game of Thrones ending, there's going to be spin off shows.
0: Yeah, they've already talked about The Adventures of a Duncan Egg. Uh, that's a comic series that I have it right here. It's actually pretty good. It uh, takes place 100 years before. It's, I think, Aegon the Fifth when he's like a kid, and then like this hedge knight. And they're basically going around Westeros doing shit.
1: Like, stupid shit?
0: Uh, no, like they're, they're, you know, like they, like, you know, essentially, uh, the hedge knight Duncan, um, he becomes like a sellsword and he'll like, he'll, he'll pledge his sword to like certain houses and he'll do deeds for them and shit. So this
1: is like been people have been talking about. This is
0: a book series as well as a graphic novel series that's been happening for a long time. And I, I'm not sure if it's confirmed yet, but it's, it's in the talks because it's the only other piece of literature besides the song of ice and fire series that we're reading right now that is actually popular and people actually talk about all the time, um, what I really like to see as a spinoff, and I guess on a closing note for me as well, is I would like to see a spinoff that takes place before the Rebellion, before Robert's Rebellion. I oh, would wow. want to see something that we see the friendship between Eris and Tywin, because they were best friends. Eris Second and Tywin, they were best friends, and then they became enemies, mostly because Eris started losing his mind and he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um but I would like to see that, and then you could see more of a relationship between Rhaegar and Lyanna. We get to see, you know, the young Starks. We get to see the young Lannisters. We get to see Jamie. Like because we kids. saw,
1: you know, a lot of Ned. Like, we also get to see the a visions. young fucking
0: Robert where he was skinny, young Robert Baratheon <laughs> before
1: he got bloated out. Yeah. Um. By yeah, the way, did you ever fat. did you ever uh play the video game? They had a tell uh the tell... Telltale game. No yeah. idea. No, I, it's I pretty need good. To. It's it's not really anything to do a lot with the major characters. I know uh, Tyrion comes in a couple of times, but it's a whole new story with different characters in that world
0: it ties into the rest of the story right it does at some
1: point but all these characters are all like you know the new characters i think i played it a couple times but it was entertaining so um i don't know i was just thinking about i was like did you play the game because we're gamers i did not no i I need to so yeah um i loved it and what, what you like did you like season seven
0: i did like season seven uh despite my complaints i liked it a lot Um, folks, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones and you're just sitting here listening to us ramble, um, please give it a watch. I have a couple friends out there who are like, oh, I want to wait till it's done. There's too many spoilers for you to wait. We've already spoiled everything for you. Don't wait any longer. Turn the shit off and go watch the rest of the series and then get caught up and then watch season eight when it comes out. Don't wait till it's all done because everything's going to get spoiled for you on Facebook and the internet because people fucking suck dick. (laughs) You
1: know what's really cool, though, is, um... I was also watching footage of when people were watching certain episodes of season seven, and mm-hmm. uh, there's places, like bars and shit, that have like Game of Thrones nights. So when it, it's on the Sunday night, or when it's on television, everyone will get together. I'll get some drinks, and they'll turn down the no music, and they'll just blacken the whole room and just put the fucking show on like four or five different screens, That's and everyone's awesome. just fucking drinking, watching it together, you know, cheering <sighs> together. That shit needs to
0: happen here in the fucking California, dude. Well, you should have have a fucking Game of Thrones
1: party, dude, and just get everyone that you like. Just like, hey, we're going to watch every episode of this season. Well,
0: John and Julie do that. I'm just always working when it's on.
1: Oh, they do that?
0: Yeah, they fucking do it every Sunday. I haven't gotten to go yet because I'm always working.
1: So, yeah, no. Loved it, and uh, can't wait to talk
0: about Season 8 when that comes out. And on that note, folks, this has been another roaring episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. Once again, I am Anthony. And I'm Jason. And enjoy this outro by Sigurd Sievertson. This is The Reigns of Castamere. And who are you, the best person